Bruh. <laughs> this eclipse had me in a chokehold. Okay. Yeah. It dropped out of the sky and into my lap. And I was like, what am I supposed to do with this? Yeah, I don't. I don't know what to do with it still. Ooh, okay. I'm pulling cards for those listening. Ooh. And I got using, I keep plugging them because I like them. So the Tazama African Tarot deck. Um, just so people know. Uh, so I pulled Three of Cups and the Hermit. Oh. Which, right? Which is kind of interesting, <laughs> right? Three of Cups was interesting to me. I was like, what the hell? Uh-huh. Um, and especially in kind con- ooh. Oh my god, we just talked about this. Sorry. It's yeah, like summer. It's like the three of cups, which is about discovering community emotional community. Mm-hmm. And then the hermit, which is the lesson of introspection or um of, of just searching, of just thinking, of pondering, of questioning, of wondering, of seeking. Mm-hmm. Um and girl, go away. And um go away. We're not sorry um it's my cat she like needs attention right now she won't leave but uh and then the hermit being um you know us seeking searching and finding our individuality so you know I definitely think with Libra and my own experience with it is like the power of Aries is like you're just able to assert your will your fire your ability your self onto a situation you can center you know what you want to happen over what the the collective or what society or whatever the the bigger conceptual idea of how things should work right and so um I mean this is really like dual dual like two force here because I'm not I I think we need both here usually it's like okay the hermit is a medicine to this or this is a medicine to that but I really think like this is like a needed balance of how much do you share community and share emotional community with people, but also have your own personal sense of direction of guidance. And like that really helps you not get too lost in the three of cups where it's like, okay, we're all celebrating. We're all having fun. It's like, okay, but I need to like go to sleep. Mm -hmm. And it's like allowing yourself to be like, I can separate myself and seek what I need. Right. And so just to like wrap up and bring this into like some astrology stuff and what we're talking about with this eclipse I think you know the full moon in Aries yeah yeah Yeah. the full moon in Aries um because I just be thinking Libra so I just everything is Libra to me (laughs) um because that's where the sun is but uh with the moon with the full moon in Aries it's like really how do we harness our individual power i mean i'm just thinking like voting and whatever you feel about it it's just that's like the act right that's like a manifestation of i'm participating um and and asserting my will into you know into the society and i wonder how we really recognize how we come to decision making how do we come to emotional conclusions and how do we um really define ourselves in a space that asks us to be a part of a group and so yeah I've just been thinking a lot about cults and stuff and how they've been um like because my parents got into you know just found themselves in a, in a religious cult whether they know it or not you know it's like how do how do those same themes of 
coercion of control that they use, you know, indoctrination, um, isolation, um, and really uh, withholding things. Like how does how does all of those things contribute to um, our 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 lack of of assertion, ability to assert ourselves? Because like if we're in the cult of capitalism as like a grander thing, it's like that's what's guiding our decision making. That's what's informing what we're doing. That's the coercive spirit that's shaping your thought um right. and your action and how do we and i feel so yeah i think like the hermit probably is the medicine if i'm gonna go back on what i said <laughs> about there not being one um yeah. but it's a major arcana so it's wondering how we balance that what do you think i mean i like that i think it's i think it is an interesting combination of cards to get it's very much like you said mirrors the eclipse with hermit as the more individual spirit versus three of cups which is like the group and i don't know i think trying to pit mars against venus under a venus ruled sky is kind of tough right mm -hmm. like literally venus in its own sign so it has the most authority other than jupiter and pisces but jupiter and pisces doesn't have any backup right now it's straight up like venus the sun and mercury being loud over there <laughs> and then for the first time this month the only fire placement, I guess not the first time because we also had whatever Sagittarius moon too, but this Aries moon then comes in with like a splash of fire and a moment to really utilize the will to vote in the literal sense like you were talking about. But I think in general, like for everyone's Mars to get turned on in mm. the face of Venus is kind of like, oh yeah, I guess like, yeah, this is what everyone else is doing or this is what everyone else thinks. But what do I think? How do I feel? And even though we have to exist as a collective, like, how do I still maintain my sense of self? Like, what do I actually have control of? What am I capable of? Even when things don't go my way? It's like part of it too. So mm. I don't know, it's a little bit of a tangent, but it's just making me think like Mars learning how to maintain autonomy without severing completely yeah. you know without completely just like going away um learning how to navigate your feelings i think in the context of the cards specifically and like maintain maintain how you feel within your own body and like have a way to i guess deal with that or confront it even when everyone else disagrees yeah. And see, I feel like that's just been a collective trauma. Like, I don't like speaking as like black people, right? It's like there's that that constant core, that constant element of coercion. Like I'm bringing in that historical part because it's like you can't take that shit away. Right. Where it's like right. that's really what's, you know, because I think about that. I'm like, well, why why is it such an issue in this society to have an individual point of view about something, you know, and right. it is like culty behavior to be like you know like i, I mean i'm gonna go there where it's like you know we're talking yeah. democrats and republicans and da, 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 just because i'm like watching my my family talk about it mm -hmm. and it's just kind of like if you kind of sit and listen and watch, it's like they, there's not really there's not, there's not really a personal informed not always right i'm not, i'm speaking generally like a, a personal informed um like if I don't want to participate or if I don't want to do this or if I have hesitations it's like Venus has like this thing ruling the sky has really shown like 
what it feels like when people are are pushing you to do something that you don't want to do and how does that like how does that create a, a difficult a, a intense relationship and I'm, i feel like i'm just talking about libra right now where it's like how does that deal with that relationship with people who <laughs> right are in you're in relationship with who hold power over you or places or or and power not even just being like actual threat of life and death per se but social you know political and all of that like how does that you know how does this because it always just goes to this republican and de- versus democrat thing and right. i feel very they I, have the I, same I, thing yeah I'm, like you know, i don't know how else to break it to you sorry really if you didn't know <laughs> they're all like, in favor and in service of our lord capitalism and patriarchy and whiteness white supremacy so at the end of the day like i feel like that is the concealed aspect of it and the coercion aspect of it is like yeah you have this opportunity to vote for you know whoever seems to align with your views but at the end of the day like what you think those views actually represent and what they what they actually represent and how they come to fruition is still in service of these things that are actively harming you so and you're not even in the same class as those people which is a problem in the sense of like we're though that's why i don't that's why it's like you get to the politician or to this stuff it's like that's our tax money right that's our power that's our our stuff that we don't really you know get control over and not to say that there isn't you know relevance or usefulness obviously in at least pushing certain agendas forward like minimum wage uh, abortion and all of that definitely not taking that away but saying like there's I think we have to like be honest about how much there's like there's this there's this sense of like um I don't know like like the strategy to me sometimes it's 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 not it's not um it feels like group too much too right the strategy is like we're just all going to do this we're all just going to do that and I wonder you know, because I don't want to get too much into that part, right? Because it's like personal. And like, how do how do we still how do we make space for, um, like you're saying, people who have feelings that are different, but not being ostracized for them, you know, because I think like, especially politics, it's like, at least my experience in organizing and stuff is like, uh, is that like, people have complicated emotions and feelings and opinions about things, right? Conflicting, contradicting all this stuff so how do we like how do i someone who may not agree with the group in this being a tactic and that's completely personal and not saying whatever mm-hmm. how do how do we engage with that you know how do how does how does the the hermit enter the three of cups right the party of the three of cups without having to you know share in the same exact way and i feel like so like with cults in the sense of like you know, I've, I've been listening to Murder at Ryan's Run, which is about um, the murder of John Gilbride, uh, who was a member of the MOVE organization here in Philly. And uh, the kind the podcast turned into just exposing them as a cult. And it just seeing how using, I mean, they use political language, ideology, this Black liberation language that is fake mm-hmm. to, uh, to, uh, coerce people into believing their cause when the reality is is that anybody who descends from that you know or ask like it's really just ask a genuine question 
gets reprimanded, gets shunned, gets isolated. So it's like, I just wonder with the hermit, like, how do we embrace our own sense of like, we have to find time to be alone, to come to our own thoughts. Um, but there is also value in community. And it's like, Valentine, that's what I'm talking about. No, no, I was following you though. It is true. There is something, um, and I'm going to, these are not direct quotes. They're Gemini paraphrases, so bear with me. But there's this book that I got. Um, it's a Carl Jung book and it's talking about individuation. I can't remember the title of the book, but <laughs> it's talking about individuation and how we make the mistake, especially like with Western science and like Western viewpoints of things, like even though we are individualists or whatever, you know, cult of individualism, we still have the way of being so objective about things to the point where we think there's a universal truth or there's like a universal whatever, like the whole bell curve thing of 70% of the population falls within this range and then there's outliers. But it's like the whole point is that everyone does have their own individual unique perspective about whatever because everyone is experiencing reality differently. So that part gets erased across the board the more that we try to become more uniform and objective and universal and we end up losing a lot of meaning we lose a lot of nuance we lose a lot of the the gray area I think do we lose the gray area no I mean kind of I we just lose, lose the complexity of what it means to be a person with thoughts and you know opinions and assuming that everybody falls within a particular range like the whole conversation between neurotypical people and neurodivergent people like what does it even really mean to be neurotypical we're just is it like your ability to mask is your is it your ability to cope with certain stressors is it your ability to perform a certain way in society like yeah you may be able to perform a certain way but what about this whole other aspect of self that has no place um, or that doesn't get expressed, does that just mean it doesn't exist? And so you're quote normal, or does that mean, like, what does that mean? So I don't know. I don't know if that's related, but that's what no, it's related. <laughs> no, it's related. Cause I was going to say, uh, because it is like about how, um, how do we, I, I like what you're saying about not assuming everybody feels the same way. Right. Or yeah. everyone's like seven is 70. And then there's outliers. It's like, well, Cause that's what I, I just like, that's kind of where I come to. It's like, there are things where I feel like, you know, it, it's a balance of, of the collective, like we all feel this way or whatever, or even like ways to protect people's ability to be individual. Right. But also like, how do you, how do you create that in a way that, that, uh, that uh, is strategic honors other people's sense of individuality as well. Cause I think that's where it gets confusing or it gets lost where it's like you know like we all might enjoy something that comes out right and it's like there are going to be people who don't like it and there are people who do like it and it's not a matter of the people who don't like it to go away it's saying there's a respectful way to talk about your disdain or talk about your your whatever in a way that doesn't disrespect the people who enjoy it or like it you know let's have a dialogue or a conversation and so I wonder like how does um how does this like I like what you're saying about universal this universality it's saying well who determines that right certain amount of if 10 people out of out of 12 people determine something is true does that mean the two people who don't agree are not true or liars or don't see the same thing it's just like no I just experienced it kind of differently and so 
you know, how do we make space for that? And I've just been thinking about that a lot. I mean, and even in, in my own personal, like, Scorpio stuff, where it's like, how do I take, how do I not assume alienation, you know, by by asserting my my uh, emotional autonomy, but also not severing just because it's not similar to other people. Like, you know, f- fighting for my right to feel versus... Right just being like okay it doesn't seem like people want to hear me and then just leaving you know which is right. a way that that I think like this like strips you from the the access to community the access to communal power which is important and reflecting of other ways because like how do you ch- like I can't I don't I wouldn't be able to change emotions or change a perspective if I never engage with it if I have made my yeah. determination you know exactly well, and it's funny. There's another. There's a another ph- phenomenon that people like the whole groupthink thing, or just like very Venus, right? That we can assume that there's such thing as a majority of people think this way. But if you have, you know, twenty people in a room and they're all aware that they're in a room with each other and they're all aware that they're voting on something, most people are just going to go with the majority just because they don't want to be different. You know, they don't want to risk being alienated from the herd and that's like a real you know biological drive or mechanism or whatever that we have to be connected and so plenty of times like you'll see people you can have something that is visually objective in the sense of there's a study wish I could remember what it was called too but (laughs) there's this study where they had people vote on this group of lines and there's like clearly two of these lines that were not the same size or whatever they're like very distinct and different and then the question they asked was something about like are all of these lines the same length and so on the test they just would have somebody vote yes they're all the same length when they clearly weren't and people would just agree with it because they didn't want to be like even if they're in their own mind like yeah I don't really know about that son but then everybody else raises their hand they're like okay well I guess all the lines mm-hmm. are the same like you just sit there and gaslight yourself because everybody else is just going along with the group I mean that's literally what people are doing with masks right now like, most people don't have an issue with masks from what I've understood but they don't see the point if nobody else is wearing one yeah um but just to your point about you know maintaining your own emotional autonomy like that's really like how can you empower a group if people aren't allowed to have their own feelings and their own thoughts about things and then also is it even really that good for the group if nobody is really even in touch with what they think or how they feel right because it's like how are you ironing out ideas like like this takes me back to my organizing days oh so many good nuggets from there because it's like you know we would you like we would you would sit here and you'd have to be like you know, you have to, you have to, from the, like, you have to iron out your ideas. You have to test them out, work it through, have somebody challenge you because otherwise it's like, I'm just, it's just indoctrination in my opinion. It's like somebody, cause it's like, it starts with somebody, somebody says this. And then it's like, we just all assume that that's always correct. And then we're, people just spend all of that time, like, talking about the thing and never question about well who said it you know what I mean like who even who even made that claim for us to be like assuming this is true right Uh, you know Leo Aquarius but really being like how do you you know and I think that's why I think it should like it's encouraged like I I, like in socialist countries like Cuba which I've been to and this and talked about where they are they're they're um or I'm sure other socialist countries like Vietnam and these other places who are taking um, 
the account of the of the people and you're pitting it against you're having discussions you're saying you know this law might work we're just we're just presenting this law as the government well it doesn't fit for these groups of people you know and for this reason in that way or this that and the third and really seeing like well how do we take into account you know compromises have to be made like i think those things are normal and we're at a place and maybe it's American society or capitalist society where it's like you just feel like everything like there is no compromising it's, no. it's too much Aries instead of having the Libra come in and saying you you know you have you can do whatever you want but these are the consequences that you have to consider because it affects other people that's what your action does when right. it doesn't affect other people you're free to do whatever it is that you want to do and right. I wonder how when we're cultivating like when we're coming to a space of like I'm supposed like that's how I feel when I'm it's like okay these are the rules that we're 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 agreeing to it's like well I need to make sure that these rules fit with what because I'm adhering to them I have to know what they are we have to we have to understand what it is that I'm agreeing to or else you're just coercing me and manipulating me into believing that this is what I'm doing when it's not right well, it's like the illusion of choice too like they're saying okay you can pick this or this you know that's what you do with little kids when you're teaching them how to make their own decisions, you don't give them all of the options at once. You just give them two. So they don't have to think about it that hard. Like you've already done the hard part for them of <laughs> picking out the options. And then they feel like they have a choice because they can choose between what you've presented. But you don't know that there's a whole closet behind you full of clothes and shoes and, and whatever that you might want to pick. Um, that is not just what your parents laid out for you. And so I feel like our government really does that in a way and i know it's you know it has its practical reasons of course because there's so many people and you are trying to appeal to as many people as possible but still if you're not really asking the people what it is that they want <laughs> first just and like the whole polling thing of like actually asking around and saying you know what are things that y'all think are important what are things that y'all need what are you experiencing every day that we need to address they're just kind of like well we've decided that this is important and we need y'all to decide which one is like it's literally they're picking out their own outfits and asking us which one looks better. right and and they're but and even more so they're not educating you on this is what i'm saying it's like there's no in, there's no personal informed decisions you're not they're not even giving you all of the information or the education that you need to critically think about what you're seeing right that's like again three of cups where it's just like oh people are just doing this thing emotionally it just like feels good like woo. It's kind of like, do you know what you're doing? Do you understand how that affects you? Do you understand what it's affecting? You know, what this means? Like, it's all in that, like, concealing of language. They're using complicated jargon. They're just saying this. It's like, okay, but what is it that you're trying to do? How is it, you know, and, and getting there. But I was going to say, too, I think it goes with that, with just, like, queerness as we, as we yeah. experience it, you know, where it's like, I know I've definitely you know, that's been my whole experience has just been like defining for myself. Like, this is literally the three of cups in the hermit. It's like, okay. everybody's like, this is what it means to be gay. Like gay people do this and gay people do that. And like, yes. we do that. And it's like, okay, this is what y'all say that we do. And yet I'm here and I, and it's very white, very this, very that, that doesn't reflect anything that I actually experience or like, not even and not even just that like actually care about I'm like I'm actually not really interested in like any of this stuff and does that make me less gay am I not gay now because of this like j even though it's you know me having like it's that balance between 
you know, sexual or sexual practices and then sexual identity, you know, right. right? Yeah. Go ahead. Well, no, I was, I was listening, but you bring up a good point with queerness too, because it's like, they give you two boxes, boy or girl, which one? Gay, straight, even gay straight is too limiting. Like I'm like, I also think that's, yeah, it's too limiting. Cause it's like, what does that even mean? You know what I mean? And again, it's like, and that's why I feel like with the hermit, it's like, I had to just, I've been this, I'm 28. I'm, I'm going on undergoing my Saturn return or about to hit it full peak. And it's like, how do you, how it's me coming to this idea of like, well, everybody kept like, who am I as I experienced myself, not right. how other people assign my experiences as something. You know, and I feel like that's really where the hermit is like really important because we all need that that journey of like, okay, I need to like not be like, I was actually coming downloading, right? Like, mm-hmm. I just need to like be completely on my own, discover it for myself, you know. And people do that. I, I mean, like, I feel like that's you know those 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 gendered you know the uh, 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 searches for for your manhood or womanhood or whatever people yeah. you know, traditional how people call those things but it's it is like entering maturity and being like okay everybody's been saying this is great this is what it is and you're like but it's I just have not experienced that mm-hmm. and how do I how do I tell people that I don't like that what everybody likes without feeling like I'm about to be judged or alienated because I just like it's like it's just like I just don't agree like it's not even antagonistic I just don't feel the same way about it I don't think the same thing I don't view it the same way and so I wonder like how yeah just I'm just wondering like I don't know the cars just be just the cars just be telling it (laughs) yeah they do they just start shouting but I think what you said is really important you know at least as far as like your specific Saturn return like having Saturn in the 12th it, what you were just speaking about is very 12th house like sometimes you just gotta go mm. to the foreign place by yourself with nobody else to tell you who to be how to think how to feel and then you discuss like you have to work those muscles those yeah. introspective muscles like you're talking about with the hermit that you actually have to make decisions for yourself and and feel your own feelings and feel your own body um and cultivate that in a space that there's not that much other influence it's giving eat pray love a little bit but it's a little bit (laughs) but just a little bit it's real it's real though yeah I mean I've been thinking about that a lot you know I'm looking at getting a ticket to Hawaii um not to go vacation and do (laughs) colonizer things but have been invited by my partner who lives there for whoever's listening don't go to Hawaii but um, (laughs) just for me like going to visit them and that being it's 12th house for me mars will be in my 12th house in taurus and going somewhere else it's like that's always been something that's been really liberating for me too of just to be away from everything that i know and it's i don't know i think sometimes at least for me it can be really intimidating just because i'm so used to like we were talking earlier in the group chat, like I'm so used to being my own anxious parent and holding mm. myself real close and being really protective. Like, mm, well, be careful, don't do that. Well, if you do that, this might happen. Like, da da da, just constantly um, coddling myself whenever it's like, I realize I don't do that as much whenever I go somewhere I've never been before. Like, it's easier to just be somewhere and be curious and be open. Like, what is that? Because you have to be. Like, you don't know anything. <laughs> you have no you have no prejudices, no prejudgments, no 
schemas, you know, if you use the technical word for a new environment, it like really challenge you, challenges you and forces you to go into that place of, you know, being the page of like, I don't know what Mm. anything is. And the only way that I'm going to find out is by trying it and going to like have the experience. And you do learn a lot about your stuff in those, I learn a lot about yourself in those moments that you just otherwise wouldn't have access to. So. Yeah, and that's so interesting because it's, it's giving the hermit is very 12th house card, yeah, right? totally. where it's like like you're saying like because that that actually makes a lot of sense because I do think about how that gives you an opportunity to really like feel your own feelings right like it's just like this really without all of the familiarity oh god the, the familiarity yeah. it's just like all so clear now it's like all the familiarity of uh even just your own habits right it's just like that's how I've been because I've been in a new in an old new neighborhood and it's just like I just went to the store to get because I'm like I need food bro and like of course I'm you know in the hood so we're a food desert and there's just like nowhere outside of like there's just nowhere to get food um and so like I'm you know searching uh I'm trying not to think of pointless stories so everybody is going to take something from this I went to the halal truck (laughs) up it's the street right I was like I went to the halal's the halal john up the street and because that's like my that's like my familiar right that's like and and just you know and because in West Philly you know that's that's what I that was was easy to get you know and, and I've known them food rights whatever mm-hmm. they were too expensive I didn't have enough money I just was like they, they they're up charging their stuff okay because I'm like there's no way you're telling me to pay you almost ten dollars for the same thing that you've been serving like whatever so I, I ended up going to this to this corner store that I actually, that I had my eye on this Latino, which is more my vibe. And I've been like trying to figure out how the fuck I'm going to eat food that's like not the same burger, chicken, fried chicken, fries, like just the same shit is like exhausting. And so I like real, I'm like I had to be curious. I had to be like, OK, like I had to find, you know, be more curious. I haven't really been I haven't really looked at the neighborhood, but it was like, OK, well, I had seen that place. And going there, you know, it was actually interesting because I felt more familiar there than I would any, you know, in other places because they're, I just was like, oh, this is my, this is my spot. I know where I'm at, you know, even though I've never been there. It's Latino, everyone's talking Spanish, there's the music, they're talking, you know, I'm getting chuleta and totones, you know, pork chops and some, and some, some plantains. And like, I just was like, you know, this, like the language comes out, like I felt more comfortable haggling because they had, they tried to charge me (laughs) for it was, it was like it was like it says five dollars on the 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 thing for chuletas and totones so i tell and they're disorganized i tell the lady you know she's like what do you you know what do you need i was like chuletas and that took way too long so i'm like sitting there waiting patiently or whatever i go up to the thing the dude's like oh it's i was like okay how much is it because they finally told me he's like oh it's with the soda it's nine it's like nine dollars my man it says five on the john it's like oh well they put two chuletas there da, da, da. i was like y'all didn't ask me okay but anyway <laughs> uh, that's just like my little story just being like I just felt comfortable being like I'm paying you seven dollars my man because you didn't nobody told me anything here whereas you know where where you know in some in like if I had the eight dollars I probably would have just given it to the dude right at the, at the store and learning like I hope that story made some type of sense because it's just me feeling like where like uh the place being curious and going places that seem daunting or seem unfamiliar you actually see what you can discover because then I was like oh actually I actually like it better yeah 
Well, it sounds like you stumbled upon yourself. <laughs> mm, tell me more about just, it. Well, that's just interesting. Like you, like, I don't know. I'm thinking about Aquarius, right? You go your whole life, like never seeing a reflection of yourself. And so you just, you, your own vision of yourself is erased because like you erase your own vision of yourself because you don't see any examples of it outside of you. But then also like unbeknownst to you, it has been erased outside of you unless you like go somewhere and look for it. And so for you, like I'm thinking, okay, you're used to the whole like American indoctrination of food being pushed nice. onto you all the time. Like you just assume, okay, well, this is just like all that's available. So um, then you go to a place where it's actually like more you and is more somewhat of a reflection of you just never would have thought to look there. And then you go mm -hmm. inside and you're like, oh, here's this piece of me. I didn't know. Well, this piece of me that I, that I knew existed, but never knew could exist like out in the world almost. Mm -hmm. That I erase myself at certain points because it is yeah. like being, I mean, 12th house foreigner, right? Yeah. And being from the Caribbean and like having that weird double thing where it's like, I'm American because I was born here, but like, I had very, my mom is first generation and my dad is not, my dad is from the Dominican Republic. And so it's like, how do those, like, and so I, and I've spent a lot of time there. Like I know it, I've been, you know, I've experienced it in a way that it's, it's really like solid in my heart and it's part of my identity and saying like, but when you get to these other places or when they're going to college or going to these things, it's like, you just kind of adapt to right. that lifestyle. Yeah. Right. When in Rome and then getting familiar with that. And so, yeah, it's been an interesting thing coming back and using this hermit thing where it's like, okay, now that my mom isn't shoving this stuff in my face in terms of the food, it's kind of like, oh, I actually do like rice, chicken, these things yeah. that, you know, help me like um, feel like, I don't know, it's just like getting to my own body. It's just an interesting thing. And I would have, it's like good to go to get to it this way instead of it being like, oh, like that's where, where the, the, the three of cups is a positive thing sometimes. It's like, I also want to feel a part of something more than just yeah. me, you know, but it's like, I have to come to it on my complete own and say, I actually enjoy this because I've been everywhere else and right. that hasn't satisfied me as much as this satisfies me. Yeah. You're coming to it from, it, it really is like coming back home with a newfound sense of curiosity that you just didn't have before, like the new perspective mm -hmm. on the familiar I mean that's like I have an inverted story of <laughs> growing Talk up in, in Amarillo Texas right like this small ass town in the middle of Texas panhandle and it's like when that's like we traveled some but anytime that we traveled it's just like me and my parents I'm an only child and we're not like super adventurous but we're still within the U.S. and if we go places we're not really going for a culture we're going to like see the land and like the you know the space for what it is in that sense and so we whenever I graduated and moved I mean I moved to somewhere that was pretty much the same but then whenever I moved to Austin it was really like my first trip home I got there and just felt like it felt different physically like at first it was just you know familiar place I grew up it was all I knew all of my memories are here like this is my life but while I was there, it never really felt like me. Like, I was very certain, like, this is not, like, I don't know what else really is out there, but this is not me. I don't know what y'all are talking about. I'm not with it, but I'm gonna keep my feelings to myself because it's not safe. And so, 
to take a trip to Austin with my friends for one of my um, girlies to have a crush on, but <laughs> to go for her birthday and just be here, like just on a girls at the time trip and visiting my best friend. It was like, I got to explore Austin in a way different than, you know, just whenever my grandpa lived here and I come visit whenever I was little. And I was like, oh, you know, again, still is not me, but it's more accessible, just more variety of things and things that I just didn't know about the city that opened me up to it. And then I go home and I'm like, oh, this is actually like dangerous. Like I need to leave. Mm -hmm. This is not a safe place to be. Like I have to get out of here ASAP. And I was gone within a couple of months, I think. Mm -hmm. Just like, that's enough. I got a, I got a different job and whatever. Um, and then since being here, it's been just like having more curiosity for the space and very much in a Saturn way, like, yeah, this still isn't really like where I ultimately want to be. But while I'm here, like, where can I find parts of myself? And that's mm-hmm. when I got into mountain biking, um, getting into longboarding, you know, whenever I first got here, uh, getting into yoga a little bit, but, you know, has since kind of rolled that back and then really like having a space to get into astrology which had less to do with Austin and more just to do with being by myself and like studying my own interests besides stuff forced on me at school so all that to say it is just like you have to throw yourself into these unfamiliar environments to find out really like what you're even made of right right and really what and really what at the end of the day is important to you right it's like these because it's like that's what it is like your parents are telling you what's important because that's what it is to them you know and thinking like Maybe it's like, I'm trying to see how the tourist thing works for you. Maybe it's like this, you know, that unfamiliar of, of um, or maybe it's more estrangement, right? Of the people who look like you or who are yeah. familiar to you having to emotionally estrange yourself um, to be, you know, in a different place. Because I like, that is like, how do you, how do you discover yourself safely, right? right. Without like the par- the parental judgment, the parental um thing and like you're saying that docility of like it's just like there's something about like the lack of power right or autonomy to be able to do anything it's just kind of like because I feel that same way where it's just like I hated where I I hated being as isolated it's you're just but you're like this is just what it is right but then when you're like things don't have to be what uh, they don't have to just be what they what it is I can discover and see and mountain bike and that helps I mean connecting you to your body right in a way that it's like how do you how how does how does me as this person do this thing and how do I continue to do it and how do I like you know how does that shape your identity not as a mountain biker or whatever but like as somebody who exercises or does this stuff or you know um especially with moon in the first house right like how does how does how do you how do you name and identify your body yeah well I mean and to your point like you know, doing yoga was very much like being in a cult and I won't even get into that right now, (laughs) but it was, it was absolutely, we would joke about it all the time while we were there. We're just like, this is like so culty, culty behavior, but you know, whatever. Um, But you know, whenever I literally, as I was getting into mountain biking, I was coming to a culmination point in my, as a yoga teacher, like the Mm. two things were happening at the same time. And it was just so like, I don't even remember why I started mountain biking. It's like, I just had the idea one day or something, or maybe somebody else suggested it to me. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember how I got into it, but there's um, this park down the street, ironically, the same park that I used to walk at when I first moved here. 
And in my parents' house, like in the pandemic, I just needed something else to do. And so I don't know, I guess I just was like, oh, I'll take my bike to the park. And then I got there and I stumbled across dirt jumps and I was like, oh my God, this is like what I used to do as a kid, but like it wasn't around. Like we just didn't, Amarillo is flat and just boring. And there's not a whole lot of scenery and stuff, but um, I realized like, oh, there's like trails and stuff. This is the whole thing. I totally forgot mountain biking was a thing. And the more that I was doing it, it was really like you're saying, like teaching me not even really teaching me, but it was, I was allowed to like go explore and get out of the house and go to unfamiliar places, which is something I always used to do as a kid. And like learning this new skill at the same time that you, like you, you can't really just plateau like you can, you know, it's in a way, but as long as the terrain is changing, like the skills and the things you have to rely on change. And so it was never like having this identity as a mountain biker, but it was really like this skill that allowed me to get outside of myself and outside of my head, but still be really strategic. Like I still have to have like a plan or a way to do this that I don't get hurt. You know, if I'm doing it by myself, most of the time, it just makes me have to use my brain in a different way than any other sport because I like things that are a little bit complicated mm-hmm. <laughs> and that aren't monotonous at all and so you can just always find something different with mountain biking and the more that I was doing it the less I wanted to do yoga the less I really wanted to do a lot of stuff I just wanted to be on my bike and so I was just about to ask you about that that it's giving Venus even though it's not there is no opposition right now but it's oh there will be um event no we'll see i guess right when venus and venus enters scorpio just because yeah. i'm thinking like that feels like an opposition like how does mars mountain biking venus yoga you know how do yeah. those like <laughs> hermit yeah. is mountain biking uh well, yeah. being yoga in a way where where you're how do you how do you because i like how, so i can let you finish like mm-hmm. how do you um how does how does one environment make you more yourself and others makes you conform more right Right. or feel more attached to um the the group emotion versus your individual absolutely well and that was kind of the funny thing like the timing of this was august 2021 yes august 2021 we had that grand fire trine Mm -hmm. um oh yeah i remember that yeah and there was a lot of stuff happening at my studio <laughs> that this was it 2020 i think it was 2020 actually. i think it was 2020 yeah because yeah. the fire trying i remember i remember that august fire trying yeah that was 2020 so there you know first year of the pandemic stuff and i had just at the same time had just cut my hair all the way off like to the cuts that I have now. And so all of these things are happening at the same time. Like I was, my yoga studio was falling apart. I was recognizing, I was waking up in a big way to all of the, like the ways that I had erased my own identity, just in the sense of not fully being able to embody my own blackness, my own queerness, my own like transness, my own, just all of the identity things. Like I, un, un, didn't realize had completely erased to be in this yoga studio with a bunch of blonde white women, like just straight up. Like I'm the only black person that worked there and just in blind to it. Cause a lot of my life was me having to figure out how to survive. 
those environments. And so the way that you survive, as you're saying, is to literally like, let me conform as best I can. If I'm Scorpio and I visually stick out, you know, even, even as a girl, like still had big, like super curly hair. And just like, that was the first thing people would comment on all the time was your hair or is my body or is whatever it was always standing Mm. out. So let me just not actually act like, you know, any, like not act like a person. (laughs) Let me just kind of take on the shape of the environment that I'm in. And, um, the pandemic, like taking me out of that and making me have to look at things from the outside and like actually make an object of the studio. And my own subjective experience of that was like, actually, there was a lot of sexual harassment. Like there was a lot of um, fetishization. There was a lot of tokenism. There was a lot of stuff that was happening to me that was, you know, coercive and abusive, like psychologically and emotionally that I just thought was normal until it's, yeah, because it's like that threat of like, of, of, that's, I think it's that point. It's like, it's because it's so, to me, it's like, it's so psychological is that you don't even oh. recognize where you're like this, the, you don't even recognize the threat of being of alienation. Like you're not, a, we're not like, oh, I have to conform or else they won't. It's kind of like, yeah, you know, what we're saying Scorpio is too different to hide and really being like, you know, really being like, I'm, I, yeah, like, I just don't feel that same way. And and how do you, you know, and and those people don't, don't know what it means for someone not to feel the same, right? Absolutely. And so they don't ever stop and ask, does winter like when this thing happens, or when I do this thing, or whatever, you know, they don't even stop to, to, to consider that they're in this three of cups thing, where it's like, well, me, and Sarah and Sally and whoever, (laughs) you know, (laughs) uh, Karen, right? How do how do the three of us like we, you know, we do the thing and we're trying to include them, you know, include Winter, but saying like I don't want to be included. Like, what's so funny about what you're saying is like part of the reason the studio ended up having to rebrand is because one of the older, not older, but like one of the ex yoga teachers outed them about all of their just like really shady behaviors and one of them really did have to do with racism and it was just like Mm. were they actively being like consciously racist I don't think so but the internalized racism of just not even realizing the ways that they not even realizing their own biases I'm sure right like there's just there was a whole time period of that where one of the one of the because I was close to being in management and so I was friends with all of the other managers like a little too close and one of them had told me about one of the meetings they had at some point where somebody had mentioned something about y'all don't have any other black instructors and something about black people and someone was like well winter has never said anything blah 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 and I'm like not in the room first of all I'm finding out about this months later and it's someone I was close to and I was like do they realize like a do they realize that even if they would have asked me what am I going to say as the only black person in the room what am I going right. to say I haven't thought about it I've been dissociated <laughs> like, and, and they don't and people don't people in that thing don't understand like how pity how posing that th- puts somebody in a threatened in a in a vulnerable exactly. position of threatening. It's like you're just putting me on the spot to tell the 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 cult leader that I don't believe in the cult. Yeah, like, like they're gonna f- <laughs> the fuck they're gonna send you into the into the hole or whatever the fuck it is that they're gonna do. Like, I, I, it's like, but see, that's where, that's like the three of cups. That's where 
the three of cups is just bad it's just kind of like it's it's just so much of i'm enjoying myself i don't see a problem yeah i'm not feeling the threat i don't understand what you're saying therefore it doesn't it's just kind of like well it's because i'm telling you i'm 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 the disrupting you know exactly. what i mean and it's like how do yeah go ahead oh well i was just gonna say to your point like to your point earlier of the docility and like you know I, I the the point of erasure for me was really like I'm here and I'm actually really disrupting this space but y'all don't y'all don't feel the impact of me disrupting it because I'm literally masking because I'm being docile because I'm not actually being myself like I'm not speaking on I'm not speaking my mind I'm not telling you anything you don't you actually don't know me like I've been sitting here this whole time and y'all love me, y'all give me things, y'all tell me all the stuff, how great I am. And you wonder why it doesn't register because you don't know me. You haven't really asked me what it's like to be me in this space. You're just assuming that because I'm smiling and I'm happy-go-lucky all the time and super friendly to everyone that I must be having a great time. And listen, that's a curse right there because I'm on that same shit. I know. Like, <laughs> that's where I'm like, I'm done with that stuff, yo. Like there's just been this really big thing where it's like, oh, I'm like, I think me being agreeable is the problem. I, I need Absolutely. to start I need to start telling you people what the fuck I really think. Like it's this eclipse, like just like back to that, right? Just like illuminated all of that to you know, to me, where it's like, what it's like I really don't care how you feel because you your feelings are based off of your own reality that doesn't re that that disregards mine like you know what I mean like it's like and at the same time like that's where I feel like sometimes in the in the work environment in general like that's how I that's how I've come to like understand my whole uh my whole like um my whole uh time at at work and employment of course you know Luna Return has has this Libra stellium. I think my, I think Taurus is rising in my, mm. I don't remember. Yeah. Right. In, in, um, I have Libra in the sixth house and like, it's, it's, it's really going back and thinking like, I didn't, it was, I just didn't want to participate in these, in this company stuff and this group stuff. Like I, and it's always feeling bad about it, but it's just cause like, I genuinely like don't care. I genuinely just yeah. don't like you people enough. And there's nothing wrong with that. Oh. I'm not, I don't want y'all to like me that much either. Like, I don't care. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like, it's it's this thing, again, again, with Three of Cups, where I feel like people are too, ups, too, too focused on needing that inclusion, needing the person to be a part of them, needing them to, to participate in order to feel a part. I'm like, I'm just showing up. This is enough. This is like, maybe that's right. what people don't realize for me. It's like, or for Scorpio or whatever. It's like, I'm, I'm literally present. Right. That's, I'm that's, <laughs> I'm here in your, like, I'm here in person. Yeah. <laughs> this, especially in this day and age, right. With, with COVID still not over. It's like, I'm in person with the mask on, like I'm here. Okay. Yes this is this is this is it this is this is as much we're gonna get you know because like I've always had an issue with or people let me not people have always had an issue with my tone right <laughs> and like I've been Love learning it. right because it's like like but it's it realizing like that's that's I don't say anything or I the more the more I've been vocal about my perceptions about things and like how I just see stuff like it actually relieves other people because you really recognize like 
other people feel the same way. They just don't even know how to articulate half the time or gaslight themselves into being like, like what it doesn't, it's, it's not real, you know, and people don't like, I think that's where I find the hermit or us as the, that Scorpio placements or whatever, like yeah. Scorpio as a thing, like Mars, right. Really yeah. being important because it's saying like, it's saying I like, because I like, it's like Mars helps disrupt Venus and then make a new Venus. If that made any sense <laughs> where it's like, where it's, I'm coming in here and saying, this isn't, this is crazy y'all like this yeah. is wild and people are like yeah thank you somebody said it because we've been fucking trapped into yes. <laughs> into this thing and then it's like okay so what's our new venus you know what i mean what's our new That's collective so agreement? sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no no then, i'm done well but you put together the whole venus retrograde that happened in 2020 like oh tell me about it tell me what you think well but i'm just thinking like literally what you're saying well, I, it's not that much of a complete thought. I'm mostly thinking about with the yoga studio, like what you're yeah, saying yeah. of someone finally had the balls to go on Instagram live and be like, so this yoga studio, you all know and love, here's the tea and just spilled all of it. And literally all of us who watched it were like, oops, <laughs> like they really, they really said the quiet part out loud that we've all been thinking, but have not had like, really not have had, have not had the power to right. speak on without repercussions because that's the whole thing we're talking about with the coercion and with Venus is like, but I think for Taurus in particular, like when you're talking about tone policing and stuff like that, it's like, look, if you go against the grain of what we have going on here, we will strip you of any power you have to, 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 to contribute or will, I mean, it's really. We'll, we'll withhold. We're going to withhold approval from yeah. you. You're not going to, you're not going to be a part of us and therefore like citizen like just think of it in citizenship you're not going to have rights to health care you're not going to have exactly. rights to you can't open a bank account you can't do this you can't do that i mean yeah. if you want to think about immigration and those things as that it's like you you're you're there like and especially people working at the at the yoga thing it's like they're just gonna, like that's your money that's your food that's what i was gonna say it literally is like you can't eat if you disagree with us <laughs> if you tell if you air out all of our dirty laundry like we're gonna exile you and then you're not gonna be able to eat and like if that's yeah. like what you do too and then it's like you know the way that all of the studios kind of are clickish or like they all compete in weird ways too like if this studio comes out with all of this tea and you're part of that studio, people are going to think you were part of that. They're not going to let you in either. So it really is like the whole reputation thing for yeah, fixing with mm -hmm. your identity. And like people are making all of these assumptions about you because you were associated with this group. And it's like, mm. look, I was being held hostage. I just didn't realize it, you know, or like I was, I was in a cult. Like, I don't know. That's what I was about to say. That's really what I was going to say. Well, but that's the thing, like, because I think to the point of what you're saying, like, when you're in it, that part of you that dissents, like, it literally gets repressed, like, it gets smushed down before it can even come up because the threat of you actually expressing your disagreement or your difference is a threat to the establishment or, you know, it's a threat to everyone else's reputation and status and whatever else. So now, like, you have to, even if other people agree with you, like, it's very hush-hush, and you, you know, a whole lot of secrets, a whole lot of stuff, the shame, everything else is just, like, bury it, and don't look at it, don't talk about it, don't acknowledge it, and then when someone acknowledges it, it's like, oh, now I gotta, now I have to confront all of the times that I, like, stuff that down, and it all comes up at once, and people were angry, like, it was a whole thing, and for me, you know, dealing with the denial you know, of all of it in the, in the Capricorn sense of like, 
I don't want to admit that that's true because if I admit that that's true, then what does that say about my participation in it? But it's like, to your point, like, okay, but how much of that really was willing participation and how much of that was coercion? Like, right. And this is where three of cups is the benefit and the new, the, the other thing. It's like, cause the I happened to me too, where I, I was, I was in a political cult. Right. And I wasn't, and I left my own self, but to your point of like, well, how do you come to terms with that? I'm like, I just like, not that this is the, the, the solution to everything, but saying my experience has been like, I apologize. Right. I like, was right. like, I went and I told this person, I told multiple people, I feel like where it was just like, I'm sorry that that's how I handled that situation. I'm sorry. I didn't believe you when you told me that I'm sorry. I didn't give, I wasn't open. I did that. You, I'm sorry. I didn't, um, I wasn't open enough to your yeah. or receptive enough to what you were trying to tell me you know because I feel like that's where that shame and that all that stuff is just kind of like you know the cult aspect says that the sh like the shame means that you like they just get more power over you when there's shame yeah. right but when you release the shame and say I'm not ashamed of how I acted because I'm changed now because I've you know I've the hermit I've done some introspection and seen you know this kinds of stuff like that's that restorative part that I feel like um is on the you know which you know obviously there's not enough um spaces for people to to find that you know it's not always as easy right. to everybody but it's really that's what I try to I want to encourage people like that's again back to this cult thing and back to move and back to murder at Ryan's run right that's what the the children in my perspective are doing this is how they're making amends for how they've they've you know allowed the coercion to happen even though it's not really their fault you know what I mean it's not really it, it's always the fault of the abuser it's never the fault of the right. abuse in those senses but it's saying well how does how do you restore your own shame with that and I feel like that's a lot of the time how these you know I mean that's what I'm trying to do with my experience with my parents in the religious cult me being in in uh this other I, this other political quote you know and just saying like these are because there's like as as the episode the latest episode said there was like there's like 10,000 cult experts are like there's like 10,000 cults like cults are are all everywhere you know internet cults are are popping now apparently and are really you know and that's why it's 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 that key it's like that shame like that fixed sign thing that yeah. like Taurus shit it's just like it's really deep and I think it's because it's connected to your resources like if right. if I could be different without which is what I'm doing now if I could be different without consequences I would be different right you know I mean? because I would be more authentic to be who I am right but you know what it is? I think like what you're really speaking about, because I just listened to a podcast, Therapist Uncensored. I actually know the name because um, it's my favorite. But I've been lis I listened to a podcast episode about shame and really what they were saying um, for like kids and just for shame for people in general, I think usually ends up being an identity thing like I am bad. Right. The shame is like whatever it is that you're being shamed for, the thing that gets internalized is I am bad. Like my identity, who I am as a person is bad. And whenever you are working to heal shame, exactly what you're saying, it moves shame. It moves it from shame to guilt. And guilt is actually like the thing I did is bad, but I am not bad. So you can atone mm. for your actions. 
you can't atone for who you are as far as the shame goes, but you can atone for your actions. You can, you can apologize for your actions. You can, you know, ask for forgiveness in that way or whatever for the thing you did, but you can't apologize for who you are. And so I feel like to your point, it's really recognizing that you are not your actions, right? Like if we talk about the whole cardinal thing of, you know, I'm, I am who I am when I'm doing what I'm doing. Like, are you though? Cause you're actually, like you said, your will is not free. You're not doing these things just because this is who you are. You're doing these things because there are consequences if you don't. Listen. Learning how to move from shame to guilt, at least in the sense of like, okay, well, if I can at least admit that I was behaving in a way that is not how I want to behave, that is not a reflection of who I am, you can separate yourself from your actions in that way. And for me, like with that situation, the person I had to apologize to was myself. Like, damn, like you really were in the sunken place, girl. Like... <laughs> You really could not, you really could not be yourself to the point that you were actively engaging in things that were harming you, but you couldn't feel your own body. Like, you know, that's tough, but you have the option now, or you, you're free from it. Now you have the choice to do things that don't hurt you. And then like, you know, actually going to do that. Um, but I totally agree. Like the apology to yourself, the apology to the other people who were involved, like you said, that you didn't believe or you know but but I think especially like apologizing to yourself in the self-abandonment form of you know fixed signs and the whole shame piece is because I I wasn't being myself I wasn't being a version of myself that I approve of or that I would like to see myself behave it's it was they were just poor actions poor choices mm -hmm. and I agree with that 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 you just sparked that something with that cardinal stuff because I agree with that because I think at least for me, my son in cancer, right? It's like I do, and that's like in my cancer year, in my cancer perfection, just like really thinking about the ways, this is going back to gay, being gay, where it's like some of the actions, a lot of the actions, I'm gonna say that, I've taken or take, I've only now come to realize aren't really me, right? Are things that you take on in order to, control the situation or to achieve the outcome that you're looking for because like for me um it's like that is like I've been dealing with this gay club thing and being gay and going out and just being like that was really the like I, mean, I remember my first gay club at 18 yeah and it's like I feel like the pattern that happened to me there is a pattern that I kind of took and internalized as a way to get what I want right it's like you go to a bar these men approach you and like you're supposed to like have sex with them or like they push enough or whatever you know and not in a in a way where it gets into abuse per se but just like that's just what the culture was and right. so I feel like I there like I look back on and I have had a recent re, uh, an experience which you know and I won't share but mm -hmm. where I'm being aggressive but I'm like, is it like, because I want something, but recognizing that that's not actually me and the way I like to go about things, right? And it's like wow. deconstructing how I value somebody else's or how I interpret somebody else's reaction to my pushing or to my whatever, right? Because like, like, that's where I really had to take a second where like somebody was like, I'm no, I just was like, what do you mean? No, right. right. <laughs> But it's like, but it's real because in, in the, in the, at least the gay male community or the gay, the gay men, um, cis gay men, what I could speak to is like, they, they're, 
that's just what you know you you know you can say no and you can you know you can um uh you can you can kind of not necessarily want it but there is this like idea that they're gonna kind of push you know and that you're you're the way that you reject is libra where you're just kind of like ah just you know da, 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 da. you're never just like no get away from me you know um or at least in my experience i haven't done that and so being like well how do i then say well i want something how do i go after it it's like i lead with sex right but that's not actually me you know what i, I mean because that's what gay like and not even to say i'm not a sexual person that's like not let's not confuse the two right but saying like <laughs> one is like right where one is like i'm i don't the gay culture has has um at least the gay club culture and again i'm speaking let me not prep let me not disclaim because i'm just speaking yeah has been right because i'm like oh i have to give all my like my twitter pre like i don't mean this 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 i cannot be held liable for (laughs) how you interpret this (laughs) jinx (laughs) that's a good one that's that should be the start of the of the thing it's like before y'all listen to this we're gemini okay (laughs) so don't take what we're saying we're not going to take responsibility for what you misinterpret okay we mean things talking it is a conversation we're not professionals of anything in this moment <laughs> right we're just human beings talking on um but yeah so it's like I'm you know just just being like how do like I'm being aggressive sexually or being this stuff and it's like I'm actually not driven by I'm more romantic than I am sexual in that right. way right where it's like I actually enjoy the the subtle feeling the emotion the the, the sensation right and it's like recognizing the different types of sensation you know and all that like really getting deep which I think people are robbed of you know it's like everything is is just accelerated yeah right that's actually exactly the word it's accelerated and there's (laughs) right and it's but it's realizing like and but knowing the balance between how do I also how am I open sexually right in the sense that like I don't I'm, I'm not opposed to kissing or doing you know doing something sexual but also not saying like not allowing that to be what determines or or I guess like reinforces my identity right you know and I think I had to like just like what you're saying because that, that really made sense to me where it's like having to apologize for your actions not for who you are and saying like I, I'm not going to apologize for who I am and how I like people but at the same time, I can admit that that wasn't the way to do something. And how do we like, how do we, how do we as a society manage that when we really can't? Because we're ostracized the moment you're, 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 you're well, even like, <laughs> say it again. I mean, but you are in a society that is, that it literally moves on deceit. Everything about this society is a fabrication. Every single aspect of it is meant to be speculation. It was meant to be a speculation. Uh, is that right? A speculation? A spectacle. Yeah. A spectacle, yeah, yeah. Yeah, every aspect of it is meant to be, oh my God, wow. <gasps> oh my God. Like that's literally everything. So that you're tempted to, so you get that dopamine hit and you're tempted to come back and do it again and again and keep pressing that button. Like everything is designed that way on purpose so that you keep consuming but that's not a conscious choice that you're making like they literally hacked your biology without your consent you know through violence and through generational abuse of 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 um people exactly 
And so, I mean, to your point, because, you know, I got Cardinal, we got the same Cardinal houses, but Libra is my fifth house. And it's taken me forever because I don't have any planets there to figure out what that actually is. And it has been kind of an unfortunate awakening of like, oh, <laughs> like, okay, yes, there's the side of me because it's a, it's a real similar thing. And you know how mean you are with our with our parallel lives, but mm-hmm. it's a real similar thing. But from, you know, formally like a, a, a like lesbian perspective but like a stud perspective of all of the straight girls you know they want to try it out and experiment and they want to they're curious and they want to try the thing and you're like you know the one that they want to try it with and it makes you feel that sense of acceptance and approval and validation or whatever but then it's also like okay if you're if straight women are used to dealing with like straight men and you know all of the all the internalized patriarchy that comes with that and all of the like gender roles and the ways that you're supposed to pursue people and all of this stuff like it put me in the position where I'm like okay I know that you know the stereotype straight women want to be chased by a man even though I'm not a man I still have to do some pursuing but at the same time like if me being gay is a crime (laughs) you know or is the thing that I'm like having to conceal it's like, I can't just pursue you. Otherwise you're going to think I'm a predator. And it's like, I'm not preying on anybody. Like most of the time someone expresses interest in me first. And then I'm like, for real? <laughs> me? Are you sure? You know, that part of me that that wants the validation and wants to be seen is like, oh, you, you're interested in me. And I'm not thinking about like, you know, this, they're probably just here for a good time, not a long time. I'm not thinking about like, I'm not really thinking about all the same things that they're probably thinking about, but then here I am in this situation where like in a lot of ways, if we can't have a serious relationship, same as you, the only thing I can offer is sex. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to get really good at doing that. Not in a way that really benefits me so much as it benefits them. Cause that's going to be my way of um, like, dare I say it on <laughs> recording, but that's kind of like the coercion of like, you know, I know like being gay seemed like this bad thing, but look what I can do for you. Right. Mm. No, I mean, same, you know, but like, it's real. And so it's not, you know, as straightforward as how it is for, for gay men, but just like on the other side of it, it is like, okay, well, I know this is like this thing you're not really allowed to be doing for a number of reasons, whatever those are for you. But look, look how, look how good it feels to do this with me. I mean, whatever you know yeah, i know it's that dl thing too don't get don't get it don't yeah we're not that we're not that different is all i'm trying to say well too. no yeah yeah and i'm not saying that you know we're gemini but like yes. or i'm gemini like or twitterizing <laughs> whatever but it's important uh, say it yeah. no just because i'm I, i'm saying i want to i want to support that i agree with you in that like it like in that you're it's 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 not always that straightforward with us either right you know, especially when you're going through um, like that's the gay club scene that I was describing earlier but like right. when you're in the not when you're in the 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 general hetero world it's like that's how sometimes dealing with with uh, male relationships are and sometimes um, you know with the DL culture and and how that's like see I mean that's how I, I would see my I would sometimes would see myself too like in college uh, especially college I don't want to Saturn, Saturn and Scorpio list get into it <laughs> oh god uh i'm not gonna name any names i'm not gonna name any names but either the horsemen of the apocalypse they know who they yeah, are right you know 
And and if I doubt that they're ever gonna listen to this, but just for the ether, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but it is really like it really is like that's how I remember. A, I blame the media. Okay, that's, that's just what I'm just gonna do. So like, there's that. But it is very much like, especially in college, it's just it's just that's what I even mean with leading with sex. It's like even the the romantic the, the relationship that I want, it's like. I feel like I'm only it's only going to be real if there's sex involved. So like all right. these emotions, like you're saying with straight women, it's like, oh, are these real emotions? They're not real emotions. They're just it's oh sex. so it's like oh. it's sex. Don't even get me started on this. But I fucking hate no, that. even I'm kidding. <laughs> but and then it's like you being like and I because I know that that's I know Venus dominant and I just I yeah. just kind of came to terms with it and i'm not ashamed of who i am i like to seduce sometimes it's knowing yes. when consensual sedu- seduction as we've talked as we we talk about but it's it's really being like that's where the negative side of it is it's where it goes into coercion right yes. but sometimes it's like coercion was the only way a bitch was gonna get any type of attention or anything from anybody because everybody's so fucking scared yes to to, to say anything out loud or do anything so like remember this dude who was so cute uh he's so he was so cute but like it was this it was i remember me being like i could like sex was just 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 it it was just like if i couldn't anything that happened between us wasn't real in terms of 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 this this dude and it was really i feel like because you know you have that trauma of like or i have that trauma of uh of being in 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 emotional relationships with people and then them saying oh i'm straight this is not what you think it is yes uh, jumping out of that uh, right and it's it's like then you're just kind of like you know and so i feel like right i mean it's literally so gaslighting i've you know me that's been my situation for i don't know how many relationships in a row it was like it was like this this curse or whatever this like karmic thing that I could dare I say that because the spiritualist listening. <laughs> but but it was really like, you know, all through college, especially, and then like up until probably last year and even last year in the last relationship I was in, if you're listening, <laughs> good to see you here. Um, but it was really like, okay, it's the it's so the elephant in the room, like we know what's going on, but neither of us are talking to each other about it. And we're not going to, we're not going to actually speak it into existence. We're just going to keep moving in this really obscure, like um, manipulative way with each other and throw a fit out of nowhere whenever things go left. And it was always just like, okay, so you're like, I would always feel like I'm about to catch her in something. And this is not one person in particular, this is all of them. But I feel like I'm about to catch her in something and like, oh, so wait, are you admitting you have feelings for me? Because <laughs> the way that you're acting right now, <laughs> you're acting like I am your man and I need you to admit it. Can you just say real quick that I am your man and you're freaking out because you think I'm interested in somebody else? Just tell me so that I can relax and so we can actually do what it is that we want to do, but we can't. Because you said that's not how you feel and you're not actually like that and that's not what you want. Well, then why am I here? <laughs> Listen, don't, I mean, you just said a word there. And it's, why and, am I here? <laughs> and that's like, that's why I have to, I rely on, on having to, 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 I mean, coerce sounds bad in whatever way, but like we're talking. It's like, that's yeah. why I have to be, I have to conceal my intention. That's why I have to like 
do do this dance with you and do whatever and that's how you assume every relationship has to be because you're just kind of like yes finding yourself in these places and i'm like that's how i feel i'm like is this how it has to be and then you get like you said you get really good at it and then you're kind of like i just start to learn how to read cues and da 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 but then that that puts you in a position where you abandon yourself because you don't get the emotional acceptance and validation that you like legitimately need exactly you're not getting anything that you need right there you go you're just in this story yeah it's like in it and it really is in in non-consensual story like I hate to put it that way but if just to call it what it is you know tell the truth shame the devil like you are in this non-consensual story of like you're so involved with this other person who it does not feel the same way and it's like bad on both sides in a way like it's just they know who you are and why you're acting like that but they're refusing to acknowledge you and you know who they are and why they're acting like that and you're refusing to acknowledge them like you're not really in any type of relationship with each other but you're in these feelings like all these feelings that just have nowhere to go they're in they have nowhere to feel secure you have nothing to actually latch on to besides this idea and you know this isn't just gay people like people do this because the way freaking um heterosexual monogamy and 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 amativity all the things whatever all the all the relationship structures that are you know that really the whole institution of marriage right and like just all of that stuff all of these all these long-term goals of uh, again being tied to your food and being tied to your money and your resources like you have to get married in order to have tax breaks and all this other shit like gets away from what does it actually mean to be in relationship an intimate relationship with somebody Mm. and it's not a business transaction like these aren't job dates aren't jobs interviews but that's how people treat them you know like marriage is not a business but it has to be when your financial finances are entangled in a society that is literally weaponizing your food against you and holding you hostage for your labor like all of that to say getting way into no i'm hearing it but that's how we get from do you like me do i like you to now we're like having to sign divorce papers because actually you just wanted me for my money or my resources or because you needed a baby daddy or because you needed what I like it stops being about it was never about love and that's where the relationship because I I know exactly what you're saying it's really like the the and that's where the relationship gets weird where it's like well what do what do you what do you actually want right you know and what do I actually want and so it's like we're both doing this pretend story where this other person is like this is not really me oh god this is not really me (laughs) just because somebody just came to mind um this isn't really me you know, but I'm I'm engaging with it at this level because that's how I'm going to keep me like using me as the gay person. Like right. I'm going to keep Elias because I'm going to give him a crumb or a couple crumbs. Right. And it just being like, I'm not really in a relationship. I'm being clear about this. But like you're also you're also knowing that you're you're allowing me to have this story. Right. right. And it's I'm abandoning myself because I'm falling for the story and yes. I'm I'm allowing myself, even though I can clearly see that those things don't. And any time, like you're saying, there's a blow up. It's like, but we're not in a. Re- so how's anything going to move forward? How are we going to emotionally? Be- but there is nothing there. And it's like that's really where it's learning how to like that, that autonomy thing, because um, and really the hermit for me, because I'm like we as we as uh, and that Venus thing like acceptance to the point of self-abandonment is just never worth it right 
And self-abandonment can look like being in a relationship that is not healthy for you because you want this this story you know this yes. this oh my God. that's really what it is that's exactly what it is because <laughs> i'm like i'm like i'm asking myself what the hell is it then because yeah well i mean it's, it's emotional junk food let's be yeah. honest like it's not actually satiating you in the way like it's not nourishing you in the way that you need that's going to actually sustain your life but it damn it tastes good mm. like, <laughs> it tastes good but you know you eat too much of it now you feel like shit yeah it's the binge purge denial um indulgence thing mm. constantly and i mean let me tell you that's my favorite roller coaster to ride like i love it give me some more of it inject it into my veins but it's it's never worth it because it's all it's ever going to be is that roller coaster yeah that's, and it just and it's not even the fault of the other person i kind of feel like you know it takes it takes a lot of a lot of healing and just just relationship work for that to ever resolve with the person that you're in it with. And I don't think it's impossible. I just think that's like life's work. So you better be prepared to do that for a really long time. And if you're with that, cool, better make sure that your partner is with it too. Or, you know, the other person is with it too. Otherwise it's just going to be you laboring and toiling. Ask me how I know. <laughs> Ask me how I know, you know, you know, yeah, but I, know. I think at the same, yeah. And I think at the same time, like, like you said, because I just tweeted something yesterday that came that hit me like a ton of bricks. Let them reject you early. Show them who you are. Let them reject you early because that's going to be a lot easier to deal with the initial pain of losing the story versus like the really deep, deep psychological pain that comes from like the months or even years of psychological abuse that you'll endure trying to maintain the story. It's just like, let them reject you early. Get it out of the way so that you can get over it and move on faster than sitting and perpetuating the cycle because it's just not it's going to be stuck in your body yeah. way longer than the relationship itself and that it just gets in the it steals your joy other places you know mm. and but, it perpetuates i think it perpetuates dynamics that coerce you right yeah. because you think that that's appropriate i mean it just reverse it right like for me it's like it comes in childhood love my mom but they're through the religious lens there's a coercion that you start to think is okay right okay. is that people who love me su oh make God. suggestions about things that I should do and when they make those suggestions that's their way of telling me I need to change so that I can be loved by them yeah. and accepted yes and then I, I get into a relationship that you get into a relationship with this with a quote unquote straight person <laughs> who you know is now saying is you're now kind of like your your acceptance I'm, I'm that's all I'm buying for you know yeah. that's all that I feel like I you know and if I do this if I behave oh god I'm telling myself if I behave but if I'm I do these things then the reward like it was with my mom oh. not really is x uh. you know but then it's like a this person is not your family number one Number two, right? It's like they're just some random person. They are really just some random person. Like yeah. <laughs> one way or the other, they're just some random person. Just some <laughs> guy. <laughs> some guy who comes important, who becomes important. And so how do you, you know, how how is that like that story then then projected there? Like I just think like a like, and I want to speak for gay people because that's all I can speak to. It's like I feel like that's that's the that's a lot of what we go through. It's that initial parental, societal, whatever. Actually, it's funny because I was reading um, In the Life 
a black gay anthology, uh, which is edited by Joseph Beam, and it's actually really good. Um, and so I just finished um, this chapter on by Reginald Shepard. He's he titles it on not being white, and it's really interesting to like to. Oh crap! I had a point. I had a point. Keep me, keep me, keep me, keep me. Uh, uh, see, I had it. I had it. Uh, you were talking about speaking for gay people and the original childhood trauma. Of- oh, right, 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 right. So yeah, so so uh, that that's what he kind of talks about here is that his his um his interaction with uh with race dynamics you know what it meant to be black like how you know um that shaped his his sense of self how he you know how he's managing that with his gay identity and i mean he's really honest about it and people might not like it because at first i was like ugh, but that's why he's just like this is why i love white people or i'm attracted to white people and want them you know it's not something i like consciously do it's just like he's like explaining his psychology it's actually really interesting because you're like yeah seeing how you're like like because you spend all of this time trying to all this time abandoning and getting away from your authentic self which is just the shame thing which is just who you are you are a black person meaning you are born in a born to this in this society like it's not you know it's just it's unfortunately just what it is right um and so and and them having to deal with that and being like well I don't want to I'm running away from that part of myself he goes to a really private he ends up going to a really private college you know but then it's like well his his sexual like where where he becomes invisible in the sense of like he's like one of five black people but they don't you know race is like they don't really see you as black you know and so that's where he feels comfortable right and it's but it's still kind of like then it's like okay well he can't escape being gay or being black, sorry, in the in the gay in the gay community and in in whatever community, like that's just something um, that he's dealing with, and so he talks about very like honestly about how that's why he like when he gets a black man or he gets a white man, it's kind of like they just like achieve something, they achieve yeah. status, they see they seem their story of I have access to that world, yes, is fulfilled even though it's not actually reality, yeah, it will be reality. I mean, that's what, that's what it was for me. Like, just to be completely frank, it's really embarrassing. Actually, I have a lot of, I have a lot of, like, shame and guilt about how I behaved most of my life, unconsciously, you know, but of just, like, all I ever knew for the majority, like, since, since, since for sure the sixth grade, but even before then, because, you know, my, like, my my dad is half white. Like, you know, like, just kind of growing up around so many different people but the ways that were so programmed into white is right right and just like recognizing the ways that white people do have all the access like those the only faces that you see on tv all the time just the deep psychological again coercion and manipulation of these are the people you want to be like these are the people you want to be like and like it's so it's so like I can't even I can't even put into words how it feels like I'm sure for him writing that book too but like reflecting on you know there was a time and still kind of is where you look on my Instagram it's always me and white girls me and groups of white girls I'm like the only um the only 
black person and the only gay person, you know? And then on top of that, here's me through my whole life beyond that of like, actually, I don't even identify as a woman. Like, mm-hmm. but if we, if we already can't let the gayness come out, like that's definitely not coming out until one day it did. But it's just like, you're really like kind of a, a double agent everywhere that you go. Mm-hmm. And of course, like, I don't like, I don't even really want to say that today, but just like the access, the access to different privileges. I mean, that was always the thing for me, like my parents' fear about me being out and being visible, you know, in my hometown was just, I mean, it was valid in the sense that, you know, they came from a different time and what they experienced. But for me, it was always just like, but look, like, look at me in this like beautiful white woman. Like, obviously if she can accept me, then it's okay. And I don't even realize that that's the script in my head. Mm-hmm. I don't even fucking realize it, but that that's exactly what it was. And I'm like, if I can prove to them that I can pull somebody I should not be able to pull, then, you know, that means that this is okay for me to be doing and they should accept me. And that was never going to be the case because I didn't even accept me, you know? Mm-hmm. like That's fair, you winter. It's, but it's so, yeah, it, just, it really is that deep, you know? Yeah, no, and I'm, listen, I, I want to share that who, like, the, the pro-Black or the Black, you know, thing that I, like, I wasn't always like this either, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, in college, I remember, I remember having this very distinct conversation with, God bless her, um, because even though we didn't end up, uh, we didn't end up friends or we didn't end up well um she was still a good friend of me um which i'm sure she's not listening but hey um <laughs> we're assuming these people know who they are it's <laughs> only like a handful of people who are like is this about me <laughs> right i'm like this is such like a very this is like first of all like 10 years ago okay and like i don't <laughs> this is back in like freshman year of college and, and i'm like i'm expecting people to like you know i'm still thinking about it but anyway um, it up. was like it was like I was afraid like it came out to me in porn like I used to watch a lot of white porn I mean that's all that you knew growing up you don't you don't think about it right but as I'm coming into my identity as a black person in college it's like I there's this there's this dissonance where you're just kind of like I I'm coming to terms with the fact that white people have this much control over my sense of self my fucking desire like they're my my body is fucking colonized bro what the hell you know what I mean and having and that took a lot it took me a long time to to um to deconstruct those desires to to and that's what I'm saying with this bringing it back to the cards with hermit right I really needed that moment to just be like I need to you know I need to um like discover what kind of guy I like, not what other people tell me I need to like, right? right. So that really came to me. I mean, and it, and it really, it really, it really helps like fuck RuPaul, but RuPaul's Drag Race season three, Raja, you uh-huh. know, that winner, that like seeing him being able to like have masculinity and femininity. And I'm really using those words like so loosely, Very loosely. Um, like so loosely, but just, just as like a, that's just what I have right now. Um, just seeing that balance between expression of the self and confidence in the self, you know, and being gay, like it was just that kind of, you know, I really like that. And one of the things that he had said was like, he was like, oh, I like a guy who's kind of like me, you know, who's this or who's whatever. And that really, like, I took that and was just like, well, what if I was well, like, I kind of, what if I like a guy who, who kind of is like me, you know what I mean? I do like him this way. I do like him that way, you know, or this, that, and a third. 
you know, and really that helped me get a better sense of myself, you know, and then and help that project out to other people because, man, that white people, like, God, I don't even, like, I, like, it was a, con it's like, it is that constant rejection. And I think some people, like, if I was any other person in the sense of if I was, had a different chart or whatever, mm -hmm. it's like, I could have easily just just continued to conform to right. trying to appease, like like using the rejection as fuel to find what I to find the approval, right? Yes. But I, what I found the rejection to be was like, well, I'm not like these white boys. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, what about them? You know, right. like that's kind of where after a while it kind of came down to, you know, at first it was a very it, it became like with even with the hermit and the three of cups, it was like I was in a very anti-white phase, which I had to grow out of because we have to say anti-white meaning like if you were white, I didn't want to talk to you. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. like like regardless if it was sexual or anything, I just like did not talk to white people, you know. Right. And so having to learn how to how to manage that, right? To be a more holistic person in in dealing with with different people, but learning like you know that that actually my my um my attraction like the 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 scale kind of opened up for me because I was like okay I can I can like white people I'm not gonna date them you know I can find them attractive or whatever but I I do want to pursue what it means to be in a black environment to be around black people to find black people that I like to find the men that I like to find that you know um and that's really bringing it back to cards right it's like that I needed that hermit journey to find the three of cups to leave from my previous three of cups right to find a different three of cups to find another discovery of another um emotional group that helped you know me and that really like that's how I feel like I, I'm a lot more confident in my racial identity and those things now because I'm like I don't I'm not a, I'm not anti-white you know white people white men are, are cute are they generic for the most part the ones that we see yeah you know am I attracted to them as much as I used to be, no, because my body isn't colonized to right. as power that I need to get, you know? So real. I hadn't even, I hadn't even really put that together until you just said it, but it is true. Like my, like when people talk about their preference, right? We see people go off on Twitter about preferences all the time and, and how like people don't realize that they're conditioned to like what they like, but it's so true. Like the, the, <laughs> the journey I've taken from exactly like what you said but for me it was always like I would never date somebody exactly like me not realizing that that's literally me saying out loud that I don't like myself you know it's like a way it's like a projection or of sorts of getting around the fact that I didn't like myself and I haven't liked myself for a really long time and like I just remember in 2020 watching the real L word because <laughs> I was always the fan of just the regular L word show like I've seen the series a million times ever since I even realized I was gay but watching the real L word and like actual gay people and just feeling so like, why, why, why does this make me feel so cringe? Like I had to ask myself the question, like if this is a group of people that I, you know, more or less identify with, or, you know, share similar life experiences with, why does this make me feel so cringe? And it was just like, well, probably because it was never really safe for me, but yeah. also like, like there's a deeper part of me that I'm still not embodying. And that really was like the trans non-binary identity of just like, well, cause you're also not a lesbian. Like, <laughs> like it's never going to make sense to you because that's also just not who you are. And it's not anything against other gay people or internalized homophobia in that way, but it is the internalized transphobia of like, it's dangerous for me to be this if I ever wanted to. 
And so like, I am not allowed to like it. Like, this is a thing, like, I don't know, just the ways that you pick up on from other people that this is a, like a bad thing. You can't be this. This is so, I mean, even today, like I feel really bad for children who are really like susceptible right now to hearing the news about trans children and like being separated from their parents or just any of the dialogue going on about it right now. Like it would just really suck to be, you know, would suck to be little me right now, especially where it's such a, such a, I don't know, there's such a spotlight on that conversation because I just remember if anybody would even bring it up, there's a part of me that would just die inside. Like, oh, time for me to go. Yeah. <laughs> and like leave the room. And, you know, that happens for so many years until one day it like violently comes up and you're like, oh, it's me. Like, I, mm. that's me. And now I have to confront that. It's jarring. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it giving really tours like, both house. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It, well, in a big way, like it's always been you know, I almost am overcompensating with my lesbian identity. <laughs> and this I, this is a realization in real time as far as the whole Mars and Leo thing, but it was really like overcompensating with the lesbian like stud identity of, okay, well, I don't have to go all the way in that direction. Like I can go just this far and still like, you know, microdose the identity that I really feel like I am, but it's like I it's still me cutting myself off from who I really am and what I really want, you know, how I really want to feel in a relationship. I'm never going to feel that way if I never embody this part of myself. And so getting to the point of doing that, you know, has led me to the relationship I'm in now where like this person saw me the same way that, you know, it was a, a relationship, the first relationship I had in college and she knows who she is, but she was the first person to see me back then before I was even ready to see myself. And I was just like, I remember being in that relationship, like, why are you so loud? (laughs) Like, stop tempting me because I can't do that right now. And I think it's a lot of the reason I ended up pushing that relationship away. Like I literally couldn't receive it. But then every relationship between then and the one I'm in now was like chronic self-abandonment of really like pushing that other part of myself down until I couldn't anymore. And then it was just like, once I saw myself after cutting my hair, I really had to confront the fact that like all of the images that I've been projecting previously were just a mask for me to never have to do this. Cause the other stuff was going to, was getting me the social currency that mm-hmm. I wanted. It was getting me the approval and the validation acceptance, like we're saying. And I was able to avoid shame and never having to actually be myself. But again, emotional junk food, like it was only a matter of time and now to be in this situation and like actually be able to be myself is I mean it really is that like you're saying with the cards going from being surrounded by people who are not me and who I am not to now like everyone around me is a reflection you know or at least represents some aspect of of who I am now and it's so I don't know it just like accelerates your personal growth in a way yeah absolutely that you just would never otherwise have access to I don't know if that's really where I was going to go with that but that just I mean that's where you went because I think the three of the the three of cups right is like that I think is it's it's also the benefit in there it's saying you do need emotional support from other people that's not just a really a romantic relationship you know you need two I need two people seeing me at once right so that I can gauge those two those two things because they'll see the same thing whether they see it this way or see it this way they're seeing the same thing 
and that really being like the way that you're able to come I mean listen you're I know I actually just had an experience with the person that I just had an experience with um and it was being like about how they they shared something similar where it's like I'm the 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 ability like I'm afraid that people weren't going to accept me yes and so when I when I finally found or was honest with myself and saw that people accepted me I was able to just be me or what and really was like when I started when I accepted that part of myself is where is where they really started with that and I feel like that's where I mean it's almost it's almost like like I don't want to make I don't think it's a I can't say it's a formula but I feel like that's really the the like the key to a lot of it is like I know for me you know I struggled with that stuff I struggled with being gay very like I if, this is gonna sound crazy or it's gonna sound uh that's not the that's not what I mean to say what I mean to say is it's gonna sound it's not gonna sound real <laughs> to people <Okay>. maybe but <laughs> I remember, I remember, I have, I, and I've been, rem- and I've, because the memories haven't left me, like, I remember very, very young, like, I was, like, four years old, like, five years old, I remember f- realizing I was gay, realizing whether I didn't have a word for it, but I realized I liked men very, very, very early, right. I liked boys, I was attracted to boys, I wanted to be around boys, I liked boys, right, and wanted to be friendly and close to boys, and I was very aware of that. And so, you know, it took, you know, and I, be, you know, you're taking cues from your environment, whatever, but it really being like, I had, I had to struggle with, I'm not gay for a really long time. You know what yeah. I mean? And to a point where I just was like, look, this shit is too much to be battling, <laughs> you know, to, to, <laughs> to be, to be like denying and whatever, because, it, and I still deal with that. Cause like, I remember in high school and in middle school and all those things, it's like, don't look at boys too long don't look something and somebody's always gonna know you know what I mean and I've learned how to really I've learned how to Libra my ass great where I'm just kind of like I like there could I've learned to like not there could be somebody a very cute person like oh my god they could be sexy Mm -hmm. and I would hate myself for doing it but I just wouldn't look you know what I mean because I, I would look away I would think about something else or whatever and it wasn't until I was until you know you had I had women around me women have always been whatever form that they take or whatever identity that they have women have always been the ones to um to accept me and show and remind me that it's okay to be me and so that's where I feel like I like I remember, you know, I remember meeting my first gay friend, Amber, because she's I know she's not listening to this. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, in, in in middle school. And I'm sorry, Amber, for how we stopped being friends too. But that was something that really helped me come to my because I was like, okay, I'm bi, which is yeah. actually not completely false. Um uh, right. So it's like, but then it's like I do that, but then I'm like, that's not really the full extent of what I want to say. I want to say I like men that I really want to explore liking men and that that's just where I'm at, you know, in that thing. And it took, you know, like I was able to get a handle on that early, right. And a handle on being gay and like being accepted for it, like really early Um, because it, it became this thing where it's like, that's kind of where that, that just became the forefront of my identity because it was like, I'm not, I'm so I've, it's been so hidden that I needed to be so loud now so that people don't, confuse anything mm-hmm. um but then it's like this full circle moment where you're like well I was still doing that for other people right <laughs> I wasn't doing that for myself I wasn't because at the end of the day it's like 
again, that contributes to taking actions that are not of my own doing, that have been in some way coerced or some way, you know, planted as a seed into my being, you know, and that's again where it's like that, even that white people stuff, it's like, I, it's like, oh, you're just supposed to, you're supposed to just want a white person. That's just a white, right. I'm supposed to get a white boy. You know, if I'm going to get one, he's going to be this cute. And really it was like those masculine, like, oh God, it's just this whole like circle. It's just like, yeah. you know, where they're, they are like, they all project. And I want, I want to know who, who, who's setting this agenda? I like need to know, and I, you know, like, because it's like, it's like all, who is telling me that like these muscles, it must've been some gay white guy, obviously, who just yeah. wants all of these muscles men and get and putting it into the media and having everybody else fucking want to be that and then it's like it just creates this false dynamic because it's like people then that's what I think we also don't realize it's like and what I've realized also being in these things is that everybody's pretending yes oh my god everybody is pretending everybody's <laughs> pretending and mimicking and mirroring something they saw I mean that's hu- that's really human nature though like we have to be honest like yeah. that's what we do that's how we survive so of course but it's also like whenever you do recognize that that's just how we are, you can have some more forgiveness for yourself. But then you also can be like, okay, well, I'm gonna just set a trend then. Like, yeah, if I start doing it, someone else is gonna see me and start doing it. Like, it's the dignity and self-respect, you know, Leo thing of like your influence and your impact. You have to, you have to make it visible so other people can see it and respond to it. You know, not so other people can see it and respond to it, but the effect. Right. that somebody will gaze upon you doing your thing and then be like oh and then they'll see themselves in that or they won't see themselves in that whatever will happen but you 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 have to let it be seen i guess yeah i feel you on that yeah but i've done the same thing it was always another realization that i had had because just like you like i i was i remember being in pre-k whatever age you are like i don't know five six years old in pre-k first time that I realized I was I've never really used the phrase well that's not true I have used the phrase in the wrong body but it wasn't necessarily being in the wrong body I feel like I'm in the right body I just feel like I'm missing some parts (laughs) Mm -hmm. they like gave me some things that I didn't necessarily want some things that I'm like okay with and then some things that I'm like wait I think I was supposed to Mm, okay but you know the the main thing of like for me, it was always, okay, my body naturally does this, like what it does now, growing facial hair and just like body hair in general has always been the biggest insecurity for me. And I remember being in like, I don't know, one of the really early ages on the basketball team when my hair started growing on my legs and this girl was like, okay, caveman, you're just not going to shave your legs? A white girl, of course. And I remember sitting there and being like, huh? Just, just full Gemini, like straight up like, huh? What are you talking about? <laughs> no idea. And then I was like, she was like, you don't shave? And I was like, you're supposed to shave? And she was like, girls shave. And I was like, oh, well. So then I just like didn't ask anybody, went home and started shaving compulsively for the next 20 something years <laughs> until, mm. you know, pandemic hit. And I was like, you know, and there was a whole thing like getting laser hair on my face. That was something my mom, you know, really encouraged me to do because I was growing hair. And, you know, she says that I felt a lot of a ways about it, but I'm like, well, I didn't like, did I like did I feel a way about it just intrinsically because girls don't grow hair on their face or whatever but I've always had this narrative in my mind of like girls don't do this so let me not do that 
but it's a whole lot of stuff I do that quote girls don't do and so for me for the longest time it's just kind of like like am I a guy and like anytime that question will come up like get rid of it but then at this point it's really like what does that even mean what does it mm -hmm. even mean to be a man what does it even mean to be a woman like because all of the ways that I would have to conform one way or the other are still not me as some weird role or some weird shape or some again some form that I have to take that I don't necessarily like want to take I just want to be me and so having those identities projected onto me all this time it really does distort like my sense of self but then it's also like when I really get into the space of not having to think about my gender that's when I feel the best I think it's just like again like you said who is this for like who who am I doing this for at the end of the day like I want to be comfortable in my body that's like my main goal in life at this point is I want to be physically comfortable in my body like I want to be able to deal with anxiety and depression I want to deal with um you know compulsive thoughts I want to deal with like eating disorder stuff like it's just I just want to be comfortable in my body and I want to do as little um, to it as I have to in order to just be at whatever normal is for me. And, you know, then if I get to a point where I feel like I really want to alter things, then like maybe I'll think about it. But for the most part, I just, for me, I don't even know if I need to take it that far because it's always that question that I'm going to come back to of who am I doing this for? Because if it's not mm -hmm. just for me, I don't want to do it. It's just more work more money, more, you know, attention, just more on me than I, than I actually want to take on, you and know? Yeah. That's really just kind of where it, where it lands, I think. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I support that. And I think where I, where I saw the, the body thing, I, I agree with that because I think it's like, it's really, um, obviously I'm not dealing with the same thing, but being it's, it's, I think it's, it is that like, I just want my body just to like be ex and yeah. exist. Like I don't need to like that. Like for me, at least it's, it's like working out, doing all this other stuff. It's just like, you know, putting on weight, having muscle, having that. It's just like, I just want to like literally just like exist. Like, why do I like take on, I have to be this, a man does this. Yes. So then I don't, so then whatever, like, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, that's really like, I used to I, like, that's something where I feel I like where it's it's just like a band like it's, it's just abandoning all of that like I think anytime honestly like anytime somebody's like this is what a man does I'm like oh, according to who bro according to who like who made that up like I don't I never am I like don't want to feel I'm like the only thing I I feel like it you know when you're saying a man or whatever it's it's to me it's like when you're when we're dealing with the reality of the society that we live in right so like I have to, you know, I know for me, it's going to be, you know, for example, like uh, making sure that my my women friends go home and make it safe. And that sometimes my presence just because of how I look and my tourists is just going to help protect them. Like, cool. You know, I can become aware of that and know that that's, you know, what it is. I, does that mean that I'm as a man? You know what I mean? As a man, I'm the protector. Oh as a Hell man, no. Fuck that shit. Like, please stop. I'm like as a as a nothing as a person who 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 cares about their own life I'm gonna protect myself yes. first and foremost and then every and that's what I I would expect other people to do as well and we can protect each other 
as people against a common threat. That's it. Everything yeah. else, the moment you start saying, oh, because that's what, and that's how I feel a lot. It's like, oh, like us as this, us. Y'all, y'all as that in your little gender cult. <laughs> y'all don't see me. I'm holding up the cards. It's like, you, you know, y'all do the three of cups thing and y'all, you know, as men do that over there. <laughs> You're gonna keep your and and it's and it's really and I think at the end of the day and I if for whoever's listening, it's like I encourage you to do the hermit thing and to just just like whatever label because I'm I'm constantly changing excuse me things that I um per, you know identities like just let it rock you know like it, it's uh because I haven't really thought too much about the, the bisexual thing but I'll talk a little bit in just the sense that like I, like even just me being open to like saying it is like really 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 new for me yeah right? because it was just like I'm gay and like I like men you know but it's really being like that's how I was for a really long time and now I'm a lot more comfortable in my I just let it rack for that long you know and it it things kind of change and evolve and so like you know, I think I'm a lot more non-binary than I am whatever, you know, but to me, like those, like I'm less, I'm not really tied to anything. I'm like, call me whatever the fuck you want to call me. Um, as long as it's my, as long as it's my name, as long as you respect me as a person, like whatever works for you, boo. Um, but I feel like, and in moments and times, you know, it's going to be appropriate. It's going to be, you know, but I feel like that's really where it comes. It's like, I want to take my identity or like my identity matters when it needs to matter. Yes. As a black person, I'm gonna come in and you know that I don't I don't conceptualize my life that way, and I feel like, um, or I try not to conceptualize my life that way because that's how I think white supremacy try like that's what I, we talked about a lot when I was in college, you know, deconstructing race and gender, whatever. It was just like that's I and that's always how I felt. It's like I'm tired. I'm not using white people's frameworks, language, and concepts to define myself. Period. Point blank. I love that. Like so, whatever. Go ahead. I'm talking well, about. I was just gonna say, I love the way that you've, I love the way that you framed this whole part of the conversation of like, like, in your own mind, right? If we're talking about Saturn and Aquarius versus Saturn and Capricorn, like you are whoever you want to be in your own mind, and nobody can take that from you. And also like recognizing that the reality is sometimes you're going to have to embody an identity for the sake of whatever it is, in order to move through that space. And I feel like you know, the more honest we can be about that, the more I think we can make progress towards not having to, not having spaces that require that mm -hmm. because then it would take everyone, you know, cause these are not just limited to what we're speaking about being gay or being, being non-binary, being trans, whatever. Like it's literally everything. Like, like we're saying mm -hmm. as a man, you are trapped and beholden to this weird list of responsibilities that you never consented to as a woman you're like trapped in these roles that you never consented to and so for all of us it's really like okay like what function does identity really serve for me as a person on this earth and when when again the discernment piece of when do i need to employ that versus when can i just exist like does this have to be a performance that i'm embodying all the time and if that's the case then it's like why like really asking yourself why is that is that because you're constantly in spaces and in relationships that are imposing that on you or that require that from you and is that even really what you want you know or are you just responding again to the to the to the group dynamic or to right. the to the effect that you're you're being perceived as versus like 
being like I like I'm coming into this space as this right you know this is what it is and not necessarily knowing who you are in total but saying like you know I don't just because just because of this doesn't mean I need to that's like that Libra shit that I hate it's like just because you're this this is what must happen no I don't your rules don't apply to me either you know what I mean just because you're 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 empowering in these kinds of ways with you know white supremacy and whatever so I agree with that Saturn thing and that's why I, I like with the Saturn and Aquarius that's why I'm really excited for the new for this return and for just that that uh transit because it's like what is how do we finally all collectively and I think that's how do we all collectively abandon the need to like box ourselves <laughs> you know what I mean because I feel like that's been my my biggest struggle and one of my one of my exes like that was our issue it was just like they just they just couldn't conceptualize themselves as gay or whatever and they were like I still I'm like I don't you're talking to me I don't care right (laughs) I genuinely don't care if you identify as gay as whatever the fuck you identify as we're having we're having sexual and emotional relations that you're we're both consenting to and become and being very upfront about period Yes. Like, don't worry. I, I don't, you, who you are and how you, pers- I don't give a, like, whatever, bro. Like, that's, you know, that's something that, that I feel like people, you impose, like, we self-impose. It's giving eight of swords. It's like, we self-impose that and allow that to limit us because they're like, it's just hard. It's, it's really like, it's really fascinating to be in this place because I'm genuinely like, it doesn't, it like literally doesn't matter. It's not real. Yes. You know what I mean? Like when you go out, if you go out in nature, if you remove yourself from society, those things, none, like none, it, it, it does not matter. Nature does not respond. Yeah. It doesn't respond to you as a woman, to me as a man the fuck as anything it's like i'm a human i'm a creature just like the rest of these fucking just like the cat that's sitting on my on my bed doing the thing and do like you know it's it's just like it's just what it is you know and it's like these things don't don't tell you who or and and that's really what it is like everything is trying to tell you who you are and who you are within this society and it's like well let's start with is this a society I want to be in? That part. <laughs> Have you ever thought to ask, do I actually like this? Do I actually want to be concerned about what's happening with my tax dollars? <laughs> like, <laughs> do I, do I want, do I, I don't want to be in America. I, I'm forced to be here. You know, yeah. I'm forced to be, to, to live, like to, to be fucking battling this shit constantly to have to sit here and listen to, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying other countries are perfect in any other way. I'm saying, I know I then Europe and these other places, these motherfuckers, men are having sexual relationships with men and with women. Women are having sexual relations and emotional relationships with women, with non, you know, however people can conceptualize themselves there. And I'm sure, you know, even if it's the same, it's still this idea that like America is just like literally is so like it's like we're living in the 50s still you know what I mean yeah. everybody's wearing a suit and a dress and it's just like we go to work it's just like ew what's wearing a suit and a dress. I mean that's so facts like that's oh the facts. there's the men's section and the women's section and nothing in between 
And I used to hate that. Like, I Forever 21 had the worst men's section at Word. any store all the time. Yeah. It was, like, the most baffling thing for me to go to the fucking New York's. This is just completely random, but the fucking New York's. <laughs> and, like, going in and just being, like, okay, the men are at the right, cor- you know, are at the right yeah. corner. And it's just, like, all of this very generic shit that you had to, like, fucking scramble to get shit. And then the other three floors. Yes. Three floors. Are all women's clothing or, or clothes made for women, for 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 society for women? Like what the fuck? I was like, I mean, what? That's, the- that's already that's already imposing a gender role of like, why are you why are you as a man shopping <laughs> for your own clothes to look nice? Why aren't you just doing or why aren't you just? I don't even know. Here's a shirt and pants. Okay, this get one. out of here. <laughs> And, here's, and and these and these four colors with this range yes. and jeans, black pants, jeans. These right. I'm just like, bro, like white, <laughs> a button up with this ugly ass design. Yeah, and I'm like, who is really wearing this? I'm like, who is really, you know, buying this shit? And then it's like with H and M, it's like you know, oh, it's, it's don't even get me started. H&M. Don't even get me started on H and M. These fucking fast fashion places. Yeah. Even fucking Old Navy. I think I went to Old Navy. Okay, I'm I'm just I'm just bagging on Philly stores right now. <laughs> I mean, but it's fine because I shop for men's clothes and can't ever find. That's why I have three outfits, maybe. <laughs> I'm like, a, I'm, I'm, we're cartoon characters. Yes, I mean, we're literally bots. Why do we have to be bought? I mean, we know why, but it's just like the way it's so ingrained into our society, like you're saying, like, dang, we're we're bots to the extent that I can't even like change my character outfit. Damn. Like, like for real, like I'm really just stuck in the same episode every, like I thought about that the other day. I was like, wow, I really wear the same gray. <laughs> I mean, I'm not mad about it, but gray, red, black. I just cycle through these four sweaters. Yeah. <laughs> like. But then it, you know, but it's like, but this, and even getting those sweaters were hard to fucking find. I had to go to fucking, like, to Ross. You have to go to these places where it's like, it's all this obscurity just to, like, get shit that you need. And I feel like that's why I think why the issue, like, that's why even even putting yourself to in categories is dangerous under capitalism because oh, that's, yeah. they're just going to try, that that's an ad target. They're going to sell you this stuff. Like, I always used to feel that you know, where you're just kind of like, like, I think it was my last experience at Outfest mm-hmm. here in Philly, um, which we talked about, right? Where it was just like, or I think we did, where, briefly, yeah, yeah, where I, where I just was like, this isn't like, and no, sh- like, this isn't me. <laughs> uh, this isn't me. Like, this isn't, this is, this is, you know, and everyone's, at, you know, it's, it's this advertising. It's like, come do this. It's like, y'all are just, Y'all are just exploiting, like, our trauma of not being able to, like, gather, yeah, gathered in place to sell me, to, to up-price me beer, bro, and to, and to, and to, and to, and to call, and to, and to charge entry to do this, to do that, like, what the fuck? Yes. You know? And that's, and that's where it's, like, that's why some, that's why I like to, that's why I, I, I like to not hold those things because it's like oh as a gay person it's just like what you do you know what I mean oh it's I'm gay it's outfest it's fun it's whatever but I'm like but what am I really doing and 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 really what am I putting my money into why am I invested in this you know why is this something that like that's always the question that I feel like we have to ask ourselves 
when we start doing the three when we're in the three of cups it's just kind of and it's okay if you if you identify with it you know what i mean i'm not saying i don't identify with any gay shit i'd be identifying right. with gay shit i'd be going to gay yes. shit yes. you know but it has to be shit that actually makes sense to me right. not something that is just who i perceive myself or who people know or whatever identity is well and it's like like everything in america like we're saying everything in america is let's host this event for people of this identity to all get drunk together and buy yeah. things like everything in america is let's get these people together to get drunk and buy things like that's all pride is really like the only not well okay the only benefit to me of it is that i'm gathered in a space where i know other people here have at least one common interest or one thing in common and that's being gay so that's like a doorway you know that's like one categorization or box or label or whatever that i don't have to go out of my way to find out it's just okay well we know this at least but then it's still like okay now that we've i've been able to identify each other and like see each other in a in a crowd now what like right. this this opened the door to a potential relationship which is what we all really want it's the only reason any of us gather right and do things together then you get into the relationship and my issue was always like, okay, like there are gay people here. So that means I could potentially find somebody I like and then be talking to somebody. And it's like, mm, you're still wanting to do like cishet stuff. I don't understand, <laughs> but mm-hmm. gay, right? And it's like, I don't really want to do that. Or it's like perpetuating the stereotypes. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't really want to do that either. Cause like you said, it just doesn't, that's not fulfilling to me. It just kind of feels like someone told us that this is all we have to do to, to like we said, gain approval and acceptance. And so let's just do that. And I'm like, and that, mm-hmm. like things to be a little bit more complicated personally. I want to know who you are. Actually. But that's, they don't know a lot of the but, time. Yeah. That's, you know, and no, and I'm, I'm agreeing with you and just yeah. trying to add to your story where it's like, it's, they don't even know, you know, because that's like, that's why I see with other gay men or other gay people. It's just like them, like, it's it's them like and them being gay is the is the is the thing you know what i mean is who they are and what they do and their other interests and hobbies are you know whatever and not to not to you know again we're you know these are blankets you know not necessarily there's we're not nuancing here but you know that's i agree with you it's 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 let's get together to to perform outside right. because that's what we've it's we've okay. been yeah we've been wanting to do you know what i mean i'm like it's right. not i'm not there's no shade there's no like whatever to it it's just saying that we have to also call okay. it what it is yeah right no judgment exactly yeah. but it's just the reality too of saying like well that also damages the way that we relate to each other right. because the only way i can relate to another gay person is the, the level of sexual intimacy we can have right you know that's- and you know because i'm like that's how that's really what how i be feeling it's like i mean i find myself doing it it's just kind of like why can't i just be friends with this gay person or this gay man at least i can say it's like you know like i don't know if it's i don't always know if it's me i don't know if it's whatever but it is just kind of like there's always that undertone and it's like how do of course there's always going to be that undertone because the entire culture is is predicated by sexual relations you know granted the 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 last pattern of return people were were taken out by aids and and hiv and that stuff so like not you know there's that history that makes it seem makes it 
why we you know are this way now and i i don't think it's bad but it's also saying but there's the emotional develop like sex is not everything right <laughs> you know what i mean it's like okay but the emotional traumas that we have the the perpetuation of of stereotypes that we don't even recognize are not really who we are right you know how do you deal with that and how do we manage that how do we heal from that how do we connect with each other in a you know yeah who knows it's so funny like it's it's funny to hear it from your perspective and from like you know someone who identifies as as man like that side of it because it's really this it is the same thing for the girls too it was just Mm. like the joke um for anyone who has watched the l word and just knows like lesbian stereotypes is like you know we're women we're all friends with each other and we've all slept with each other and it's just like the whole thing of the chart right and it's that you can connect any lesbian to another lesbian in like two or three steps because we've all encountered each other in some way shape or form at some point and that was always something that is is very very true like it's alarming but it's always it was always something that I was just like I don't want to do that it feels weird and incestuous and like I I don't want to do that so I just even a lot of my friends were always straight women too because it was just like okay well at least this is Mm. different it's also very much the same like let's go get drunk and try to find a man like okay I'm not gonna do that but I don't know just there was always the weird underlying like you said like so are we friends or is this just I don't know that that part of it of just being friends with other lesbians of like are we gonna hook up at some point I can't tell (laughs) if that becomes a different element elephant in the room of like we should try it maybe we shouldn't try it or like I don't know it just I don't know maybe that's just me I don't have to speak for everyone. no I think it, it's confusing it's, I agree it's so common though like I just even when I moved here I remember trying to do the dating app thing and that didn't I don't I'm not even gonna talk about that but I did go to the bar one time on my birthday to the gay club and I hooked up with somebody my first ever like one night stand sorry to my parents if they ever listen to this but I think my mom already knows but I we I went I went home with her wherever she was staying because she actually doesn't live here and found out that she was what I like to call a famous gay and I was like oh shit like I followed her on Instagram and stuff and I was like looking at all of her stuff and I was like oh shit that was a famous gay and then like <laughs> like fig- seeing all of the people that I knew from different parts of Texas that she was connected to I was like this is insane. <laughs> I can't believe that this is a real thing that happens. And then, you know, swiping, like going and looking through her friends list. And it's like, here are all the, like, you just, you can't escape the same like six people. It's so crazy. And so that was just something that also never appealed to me. And I'm like, well, I want to be with somebody else, like obviously who is actually into other queer people, but I don't want to be with somebody who's been with everybody else. Like it just, you know, it's not even about like, it's not like a slut shaming thing or anything like that, but it's just mm-hmm. like, can I have a relationship that is not a part of this weird, confusing, like, I gotta be, I don't know. I don't know. It works for some people. It does not work for me. How about that? Yeah, no, I, 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 so let me see if I can speak back to what you're saying. Um, to see if I, cause I agree with you. I think it's like, it's, it is, you know, there it's, it's the hookup culture and it's for some people, yeah. it's not for some people, but it's like, where does the line go between connect like the the overly the the overly hooking up and then the lack of connection you know because then it doesn't there doesn't feel like 
you know, because I, I mean, I know, I know how you feel, right? And it's there's nothing. It, it's hard because it's like there's nothing wrong. I don't. I'm not judging you. Right. I'm saying I don't want to participate in that because what I'm looking for is a deep connection or a deep relationship, whether it's romantic or a friendship or whatever. And when you're kind of all connected, it just it. I mean, it just that's what they're into, and that's just you know you can you can tell that sometimes you know when you're not into you're not we're not into into that culture per se. If that makes sense, it is. And I also think to your point, maybe this is part of the Scorpio thing of like if you've had intimate relationships with all these other people who are all still around, it's like mm. you know now we all know too much about each other and the boundaries just get kind of blurry and so yeah. I feel like I know I know at least whenever we were younger like it really especially like in high school because it was it was a big thing in high school like <laughs> if any of those people listen sorry but like the softball team right the softball team and the basketball team and just like the 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 way that it created so much drama between all of us because you know we aren't really in any relationship like we aren't taught boundaries in a way that right sense and that actually protects you first and foremost and then also protects your relationship like it just ends up being so much drama so much everybody's in everybody's business there's just just chaos constantly and like it's fun and entertaining whenever you're not really trying to be serious but I feel like when you are trying to be serious like having the container of your relationship or relationships if you're poly too it's just like like there's a way to do that that I think a lot of people aren't very good at yeah. <laughs> and that we have to learn how to work through right we have to we have to we have to figure out how to do that and actually like create that so that we can have these you know these interwoven relationships and it not be such a thing that's just like you know well that's just how it is to be to be a lesbian in this community there's going to be drama like everyone's been with each other just deal with it and it's like or what if we were more intentional with our relationships and like actually instead of you know going through the whole like we haven't left the bed in four or five days this is all we've done like it's a drug like are actually getting to know each other and cultivating you know or at least like whatever it is like you are moving through your relationships in a way that is a little bit more intentional you know in whatever way works for you and the other person instead of you know we're all all kind of moving through we're acting out of trauma i think a lot of times yeah, I mean, and repression. And, rep- oh my God, especially That's that. what I'm saying. It's like, that's what it, I feel like if we weren't so fucking repressed, yeah. you could, we could deal with emotional complexities better. That's- but it's kind of like, you know, you don't want, to, first of all, I want to say, damn, because I feel like, I, I feel like the men's, at least from where I grew thing, it's like, all we do, all I do with is repressing, repressive, repressive men. I'm not sure you deal with repressive women or that kind of thing, yes. but just to be like, damn, Listen, y'all, y'all be a little bit y'all be a little bit more open okay hey, that that's true though that, that community true. y'all be a little more y'all have societal y'all. permission you know to or, yeah because be like shit girls like okay you know because i'm like the dudes here i'm like fuck like all i could do was just repress 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 but anyway mm-hmm. um but that's to say that we're not you don't we don't know how to handle like rejection feels like a rejection of your gayness right and it feels wow. like a boundary of you know well when am i gonna get this again you know yes. what i mean that's and i think yeah and that's and so i feel like that's where and maybe that's like why when we're as we're older 
we realize okay we can get that shit anywhere you know anytime yeah. when, when you know what i mean like in, and not even because of us but just because it's more available than we believe it to be right you know but it's it's and really being like if that's really what you just want then that's fine but there's a way and there's even an emotional way to get involved in that that is healthy for both people that i feel like we just don't we're not you know you're not taught those tools you're just taught again like we just said coercion strategy manipulation yes. concealing like if if you want to that's a fucking gay experience in america and it's yeah. and it's time to end that shit that's so real though i'm glad that you said that because that is that is such a that is such a good point of the scarcity mindset around relationships too like that's part of the reason why i think it ends up being it ends up being at least the way that way on this side is that because we are more public i guess more um, open about who we're dating and so for the girls it's like you see a couple together they're posting on Instagram they're having their like honeymoon phase they break up well now everyone knows ooh there's someone and then like go find her and then it's like ooh there's some, like the, the number of times I've seen in hindsight how many girls whether I brought them out or someone else brought them out because that was usually my thing was I brought somebody out but um <laughs> Deliver them. <laughs> and it's like, damn, like I've seen so many of my other friends now just dating, which, you know, and like you said, like, I think even, even for polyamory, for example, and like how much that even is like shunned or talked down against or whatever, just made to be this bad thing. It's like, actually, that is a really good idea. <laughs> like it's a really, it's a, it could be a really healthy way of relating in a society where you know, we're so dependent on each other anyway. Like we could, we could get more of our needs fulfilled from a variety of people and not put the pressure so much on one singular romantic partner mm -hmm. still, you know, thrive, but it's not allowed. It's forbidden. It goes against the code or whatever. It's amoral. I don't know, whatever weird judgments that people place on it. So we just, we, like you said, do things in a way that is so reckless, you know, on the airy side and so chaotic and just, mm. You know, there's not much, not much um, emphasis on the consequence so much as this is what I want to do right now. So this is what I'm doing. And mm -hmm. yeah, got to figure that, out to actually figure out what it is that we need. Yeah, I was going to do that square to, I was thinking about that square to Capricorn, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like Aries squaring Capricorn and saying like, and it's, and I think that's where like that repression thing, I think is something we don't really think about. You know, I know I've dealt with that. That's where I'm like, I felt repressed, but it's like having to realize like, oh, actually I'm not repressed. It's just, this is a, this is a cert or I'm not repressed anymore. Right. Is that I don't like, I, uh, my gayness is expressed different ways. My sexuality is exp expressed different ways, you know, and there's other ways to express it safely. I think it's like, that's also like it's that's why it's like no there's no it's all great giving grace and there's no shade it's just because these are the conditions that we're under right yeah. it's like it is hard to just be like like to to be gay to come out and to have like potentially limited sexual experiences and then have to be in one relationship for the expected entire your entire life and for this one person to fulfill everything for you and again not having the emotional tools capacity or understanding to be like how do we open this up or do whatever that benefits both of us so that we're not constantly repressed i think that's like the fucking and that's i'm so baldwin good. said it. it's like 
the fucking we're like repressed as fuck everybody who says or judges a lot of the time if you're judging something it's because you you're repressed you denied yourself that shit and you don't know what this is and you're just stuck doing the same vanilla shit and trying to judge me for what i'm doing because i'm happy or satisfied or whatever because it's like those things where i think we have to like be honest it's like this shit doesn't work all the time and it doesn't work the way that we think it's supposed to work you know you can still want you know a a, a monogamy you know you can still want all of those things and i'm not as i don't i don't think polyamory is the answer to, and not that that's what you're saying but it's not the answer to everything but saying like how do you how do we open up styles of relationship that are not encouraging repression encouraging encouraging um like just this it's just like just this boxing in it's just like for the love of god like that's all fucking america wants to do is just like put yes. you in a box put a label on you and then ship you to the labor camp you know yes. what i mean like, <laughs> it doesn't want us to do anything but work and produce and consume it's like why are you why why are you having relationships and and emotions why are you doing that go to work <laughs> right find find your sexual relationships at the at the dead of night in in these streets in the club and doing it this yeah. way you know what i mean don't come out in the light don't have hours <laughs> not, not during not during your working hours don't don't fall in love don't get emotional tools re- like don't think about your relate you know like your relationship don't think about that stuff and it's 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 another form of coercion you know another way where it's telling it's it's manipulating us to you know not dig any deeper into into how we feel because of how, how we oh there you go yeah <laughs> i mean it really, it really is. it's it's a lot of this it's a lot of this by the powers that be to make you not think that hard about how you're actually living i mean that's that's real that's deep <laughs> and it's also the other thing i was thinking when you said that about repression i'm like that's kind of crazy. You know, for me, I'm thinking, okay, um, moon, Saturn and sun, Saturn. And like for Leo, well, for Leo and Aquarius, the whole thing of projection, like projection as a psychological defense is because you're Mm. trying to deal with something inside of you that you rejected or that you, that you can't, you know, perceive or whatever it is. And you're, you deal with it by projecting it onto someone else, not realizing that it's really you that you're dealing with in someone else's body. And repression is the same thing. It's the same thing, but for the emotional self instead of the psychological self. And I think that's deep AF. I have to remember that. Yeah, right. It's on the recording. <laughs> <laughs> that's real. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good place to land. Yeah. <laughs> I really do. Because I feel like that's, you know, it is, it is, it is about, you know, what you just said i'm not gonna i think you said it <laughs> yeah well i mean i think astrologically since we've been talking about libra and aries this whole time and you know three of cups and um hermit it really lands us back at saturn and capricorn in a big way of like all mm. of this that we've been circling around even with this eclipse like even going back to voting is because we are repressed because we've that's, been denied that's deep you know what i mean like whenever you said that i was like oh it's literally the fact that like we we are recognizing that we don't have what we need and we're trying to figure out a way to get it strategically within the systems that already exist instead of being honest about what we need and demanding that directly. 
but you but you can't know what you need if you don't know you know that's the other part of Saturn the ignorance is just like how am I supposed to know what to ask for when I think the only thing I have access to are these two options hence mm -hmm. the hermit yeah and it's really and it's really asking yourself or it's really coming to that that Aries thing of like, well, I'm going to make a new way. I'm not going to accept the two options. I'm going to find the third or see what else is out there before I accept these things using your own will to, you know, determine to go out instead of what you feel like you're being faced with. That's so interesting to me. That was that's really deep as fuck. That is deep. I know. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that is a great place to leave it and be like, hmm, let's ponder on that until until probably Capricorn season, <laughs> whatever yeah, no. damn Saturn transit is, because... I need it to end already. No, I think we'll be I'm, really happy. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I get it. We're repressed Saturn. Like, I, I, under, I, I get it. Thank you. Thank you, Capricorn. I don't have what I need. I, thank you. <laughs> um, I thank you. It takes a long time to really dig that up. I'm like, oof, God, there's more in here. Can we stop? <laughs> yeah, but listen, I'm like, ugh. But I'm but but what you just said, like that that really that Saturn. I'm like that is what we've been dealing with since 2020. Yeah. Like, I damn. <laughs> I, I definitely have more to say about it. We can talk about it another time. Yeah, yeah. But okay, everybody for listening. Oh, sorry. Thanks. No, you're good. I'm just wanting to to give those folks listening a a nice wrap up. Um, this is how we're going to keep moving. So if you listen to this the whole way through, thank you. And we're going to be back mm -hmm. talking more shit like this. Um, so yeah, this is Perspective, episode three. Eee, episode three, Liddy. Okay, yeah. Talk to y'all next time. Peace. Bye.